1: Today is Thursday,
2: 17th day of August. Good morning, Kathy.
3: Good morning in the news this morning. The two-night Bruce Springsteen and E Street Band performances in Philadelphia have been postponed due to an apparent illness. What the f***? The shows were scheduled for Wednesday and Friday at Citizens Bank Park. Due to Bruce Springsteen having taken ill, his concerts with the E Street Band at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia on August 16th and 18th have been postponed. Read a statement posted by Bruce Springsteen on social media. So
0: the, the word starts to get out on social media, and I, yeah. and, and people were posting. Some people were already down yeah. there waiting and tailgating and getting excited. Yeah, man.
3: Citizens Bank Park uh, confirmed the postponement, adding that new dates to see the boss have not been announced. Most recently, boss played one night only at the Wells Fargo Center in South Philadelphia on March 16th as part of their 2023 tour. Back in early March, Bruce fell ill and had to cancel three shows. Now, obviously, fa- fans were bummed after learning the news. Some were already outside of the ballpark when the postponement was announced. Uh, fans say they heard sound check, but they did not hear Bruce during that sound check. Ah. Uh, for the announcement to be Air made,
0: Lionel Richie. <laughs> for the
3: announcement, announcement to be made three hours before the doors were to open. Everyone is wondering what happened and is hoping the boss is okay. Fans are encouraged to keep their tickets as they will be valid for the rescheduled performances. Meanwhile, there was a rumor that some sort of sinkhole at Citizens Bank Park may have led to the postponement. However, that is not true. What? Yeah, officials what? Uh, officials say that uh, there was a pipe that what? burst under the warning track earlier Wednesday, which had since been filled. Yeah, We were talking about this last night and uh, I saw Brazier last night and the um, you know, people were saying, we heard it was a sinkhole, call. And he was like, I think if there was a sinkhole call at the ballpark, I would have known. <laughs> he would have he's been like, informed, but, yeah. he's like, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, and Chuck was saying that, you know, they had heard about the the water main break or something, you know, pipe burst or something like that. So, yeah.
0: Have you ever had tickets for a show like of this level that no. was postponed and you held on to the tickets? No, nope.
3: I did. I had um, Billy Joel tickets and it was postponed. Um, and I think it was, I want to say it was just due to weather. So it was like the next oh, night. Oh, okay. But when I, this
0: isn't going to be the next day.
3: Well I know yeah. but w- and and I went down to whatever the rescheduled show was and there was such confusion over the tickets because right. there was more than one show so it was like people had oh. tickets for and my tickets they were not working to be when they were trying to scan them it was a nightmare I went to like uh, I had to go to a different entrance and when uh. I went to the other entrance they scanned and they let me in but like initially I was like <laughs> wasn't going to be let in I'm like what is going on
2: Yeah uh, uh, Phillies World Series game yeah, B I
3: was at that too You're
2: at that too do, yeah, you, do that, you have, have did we have tickets at that time yeah, or that using okay that
3: was fairly easy because it was you figured if you had the ticket they weren't reselling other tickets if you you know if it uh, right if you didn't have like it was split in half so I right. was like you still have your ticket you come you sit in the same seat right uh, so that yeah that was fairly easy I had no issues Okay, with that I always one
0: imagine one. there's like a morassic like you said the first time with Billy Joel that there'd just be a morass of garbage associated with trying to make good on that original ticket
3: that's what it was I mean fortunately I got in I don't remember you know what happened to some some of the other people but you know hopefully this is like you know, completely postpone both nights so that you know that you're not going to be there's not going to be conflicting nights right. where people are trying to go. It'll just be you know two more nights. Hopefully that'll be rescheduled. Yeah,
4: Steve, I was supposed to go to a festival last year with the uh, Dave Matthews Band was with the, one of the headliners That's and right. they just flat out canceled that. Yeah, and that, that was weather related as well, but it was just like uh, too much rain and it, a lot of it was outdoors. So you know the fact that it was canceled outright, like it, when it happened, it was disappointing. But then you were like, all right, well it's not coming back, right, right. You know, so we don't even have to worry about it.
3: So we'll see. Hopefully we'll get some information, make sure Bruce is okay, and. Then and see when those uh, dates will be Am rescheduled I <laughs> a New Jersey federal judge ordered Starbucks to pay a former employee who was awarded $25.6 million in a wrongful termination suit and extra $2.7 million in damages. <laughs> Shannon Phillips, a former regional director for the change, uh, sued the coffee giant in 2019, claiming that she was fired for being white. On Wednesday, Judge Joel uh, Solmski ordered Starbucks to pay Phillips uh, $2.7 million in back pay, front pay, and tax gross court documents show. The ruling comes after a Camden jury ordered the coffee giant to pay uh, Phillips $25.6 million in settlement money, including punitive and co- co- uh, compensatory damages following a trial in June. Just
0: a legal question. There's back pay and front pay. Is there side pay as uh, well? seri-
3: And yeah. $2.7 I want to work at Starbucks yes. maybe. You're yeah. right.
5: I mean, what do they do? Do they do your salary over the course of your lifetime? If that's, I think the average Starbucks play
0: employee's probably pulling down two point seven million, something like that. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, well, like no, but, over well, your lifetime, I don't may, know. Maybe not over over the lifetime. Maybe I mean, she's fifty two years old, so um, until retirement, maybe. Yeah, we'll fifty
0: coffees at Starbucks. <laughs> she's talking about front run, she'd be
2: lucky to get any background too. 50- that's a George run. <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. I, I take liked it back. It. I
5: like. I, 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 I remove that <laughs> that, that right, statement. And I drink my coffee. (laughs) Okay, all right, yeah. Sip
0: on
3: your coffee.
5: Yield your time to the senator from Arkansas. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a manager, this is a career. You know what I mean? This isn't like, yeah. Uh, no. Yes,
3: exactly. Uh, 52-year-old Phillips claimed in her lawsuit that her race was a determinative factor in Starbucks' decision to fire her in the wake of a 2018 racial firestorm. Uh, in April of 2018, two black men, Dante Robinson and Rashawn Nelson, were arrested while waiting for a business meeting after an employee called 911 and accused the men of trespassing after they refused to make a purchase or leave the store. The arrest sparked nationwide protests and prompted Starbucks to close some of its stores for a day for racial bias training. Less than a month after the arrest... Phillips was notified of her termination despite claiming that she wasn't at the store that day and was not involved in the arrests in any way. Phillips, who had been employed uh, by Starbucks for nearly 13 years at the time of her termination, claims she actively worked on crisis management efforts and took steps to ensure that the retail locations within her area were a safe and welcoming environment for all customers regardless of race, according to her 2019 civil complaint.
5: So these two gentlemen never even purchased one thing
3: at yeah, the store? Yes, don't you remember this story? I I do I yeah, do? So I just wasn't sure. Okay, they were waiting for other people. They were having a meeting there, and and somebody in the store said you have to purchase something to stay here. And they were like, mm, Well, no, we don't want to. We're just waiting. We're going to have a meeting. And then they had all kinds of training after it happened. She was like a district manager. She yeah. oversaw a bunch of different stores, and she, you know, she contends
5: she was kind of like collateral damage. Yeah,
3: collateral damage. No, I understand exactly. that,
5: but I mean, also, like, you probably should have to purchase something, right? Like, but it's well, also if you're meeting two more people that are going to show up, and
2: they're going to purchase. something, Something. You know what I mean,
1: right? Right. I, I, yeah, it's, it's a gray it's, area. Gray area. Yeah,
2: yeah. You should, yes, you should have to. If you're going to be a customer, you should, you know, you can't just come and loiter and hang out somewhere. But maybe they were under the impression. I don't know. Well, yeah. it's, it's, you don't know, work there. there. That maybe a couple other guys arranged the meeting. They were going to meet them there, right, and maybe so so people can... that arranged a meeting. We're going to get a latte, and
5: everybody's going to be happy. <laughs> you don't uh,
0: know. Your expertise is George Thorogood. George yeah. Thorogood, <laughs> completely,
5: <laughs> completely. But there are places where, like, let me go and as my wife, Nick. You worked at McDonald's, right? Like old, they encourage you to come. No, in no, no, buy. no. Old people will go there, buy like a cup of coffee or use it, you know, like for 59 cents and would hang there for hours well, and sure. hours. And, but, you know, at, at that point, they're a 59 cent paying customer. Yeah.
3: There was like a, a whole thing about using the restroom, too, that mm-hmm. I mean, now you can walk into a Starbucks if you want and use the restroom. You don't have to purchase well, you, you
5: had a lot of people coming in off the street who were using
3: it yeah. as like
0: sh- showers. Right. Yeah. yeah.
3: And the shooting sure.
5: gallery, essentially, which is a um, is a term for like heroin use. Oh. Yeah. They I were gotcha. at Starbucks? Uh, yeah. It's a nice bathroom. Mm. Yep. I remember That's hearing... That's where I shoot up. Uh, well, listen, I remember hearing people uh, <laughs> Thank you for doing it between the toes, by the
0: way, Steve. <laughs> because
3: <laughs> I, mean, I don't really yeah. like seeing we tracks have, on my uh, YouTube now. Really? I
5: don't like How every...
3: is this going? I don't so. know. Uh, I don't know,
0: Kathy. Oh Why don't you take it off the rails? Yeah.
3: Right. <laughs> I well. Robinson yeah. and Nelson reached a... Talk pro-
0: about George Sorrigan <laughs> <Thurgood laughs> again.
3: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm skipping that. Oh, yeah, well, nobody is. Robinson and Nelson reached a private settlement with Starbucks as well as the city of Philadelphia, which vowed in 2018 to pay the Men each a dollar and promised a $200,000 investment into programs that support aspiring young entre- entrepreneurs, according to the Philadelphia Mayor's office. Philadelphia police arrested a man on Wednesday evening who they say stole a sailboat docked on the Delaware River. <laughs> this, is this is very, very unusual, said Philadelphia Police Chief Inspector Scott Small. We get stolen vehicles, stolen trucks, sometimes they even steal septa buses, but this is very rare for someone to steal a sailboat, not even use the sail, start the engine, and take it for a tour on two- a two-mile
6: ride. I have
2: been at uh, you know boat slips and gone, you know, I could just, just jump in. jump right <laughs> in there and uh-huh. even even if, especially if it's a sailboat because you don't need the engine particularly, I mean you you probably will, but uh,
0: right, to, to you, get out, usually you do, yeah, right. yeah, but uh, if, uh, if <laughs> there's an oar on board.
7: You're you exactly right. Life.
0: For years, Preston, we'd be down at marinas because we, we, you know, we used to do a, a. We had a small, you know, pleasure craft, seventeen foot boat, and you would go in and out of these areas. And when you'd go, you'd see really expensive yeah. boats just sitting there. You can just jump on them. Yeah, yeah, go in and raid the icebox. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Philadelphia police were called shortly after 6.30 in the evening. On Wednesday, officers were notified that a 28-foot sailboat with a Liberty Sailing Club banner was stolen from uh, the Pier 5 Marine and near Penn's Landing. Within a half hour, officers from the Marine Unit and the Coast Guard spotted the boat about two miles away, still heading south. The Marine Unit was able to pull over the boat and they took a 28-year-old man into custody. Yeah, it looks
0: like they had him handcuffed to uh, one of yeah. the ladders or something. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah just, they just just do. So Oh, man.
3: man. Can I call my mother? Uh, Police say the man uh, (laughs) had a stolen gun on him, though he didn't use it to take the boat. Uh, The boat had been docked at the time near where a sailboat training session was being held. The sails were down, but the man got in the boat and was able to start the engine and steal it. Two miles later, he was taken into custody. I
2: have thought about wanting to learn how to sail, uh, how to do it. Now, the thing that sucks is I get motion sickness, and it's kind of stupid for me to learn how... Sail, but I would like to be able to have that skill. You know what yeah.
0: I mean? I don't know. No, I know exactly. Yeah. It looks wonderful. Yeah. I've been on sailboats with people who know all the stuff. Yeah. And it is so... It's it's and they enjoy the actual mechanics of raising and lowering the sails and so on and so forth, and then I realized I, I I'm too stupid. Oh yeah, Rochelle's
2: well, uncle sails you yeah. know from Sweden to Scotland, like he does. Yeah, he, he goes all over the place. Oh, wow. I'm like that's that's I would ballsy, man. kill I mean, me and my passengers. <laughs> I <I've laughs> yeah. remember
3: when my dad sailed right. pro, uh, with my brother ended up in, out, in Ecuador, out to Montauk yeah. <laughs> and crashed ashore, and they had to call like the Coast Guard. Uh-huh. And, yeah, it was it was interesting. But Preston, that might like the work of sailing might actually help you. And you may not get motion sickness because you're not focusing. You're, you're on... distracted. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. No, right. yeah. 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 Uh, all right. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Phillies beat the Blue Jays 9-4 last night in Toronto. They did it! Bryce Harper hit two solo home runs. Aaron Nola pitched five innings, and the Phils won for the first time in four games. They did it! Jake Cave added a solo homer, and Nick Castellanos had two hits in an RBI as the Phils avoided a sweep in the two-game series. They did it! They're off tonight and open up a series against the Nationals in Washington tomorrow night. Michael Lorenzen, who threw a no-hitter in his last start, will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 7.05. The media U-12 baseball team lost to Needville, Texas 2-1 in the first game of the Little League World Series last night in South Williamsport. The game was scoreless until Texas took a 2-0 lead in the top of the fourth inning. Media got on the board in the bottom of the ninth to cut the deficit to 2-1 after Christian Nunez scored following a triple, but that's as close as the squad from Delco would get. In the bottom of the sixth inning, down to their final out, Media had the tying run on second base, but they were unable to even the score and force extra innings. They'll now head to the elimination bracket with the season on the line and will face the loser of the Seattle and Maine game on Saturday. And that's what I have for you this morning. Hi,
2: thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to uh, Thursday, friends. Pardon me if I'm a little out of it, but I drank alone last
3: night.
7: Oh, oh
2: hey! hey. So yes. Carry on the, with nobody else. Yeah, just me and my good buddy, Wiser. You like Drink alone when you're by yourself. Uh, So, we have a a bunch of things uh, happening on the program today. Uh, We are, first and foremost, we're going to talk to the coach of the media uh, media, uh, Little League team. Yes. Uh, That's Tom Bradley, so we'll check in with him in the 9 o'clock hour. They're still in it. Uh, We also have another wrestler on this morning. Today, we have Grayson Waller. They're really putting the push on WrestleMania. Tickets go on sale on Friday, and we love talking to these guys.
0: You're going to like Grayson Waller, Preston. He is in the spirit of Ric Flair. He's a bad guy. Guy, right? he's, yeah, he's a villain. He's a rowdy, rowdy piper. Oh, that yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. Oh, excellent. So
2: uh, he's going to be here in our studio today, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. So uh, he will pop by in the eight o'clock hour. And before all of that, we are going to talk to Rory Cheddar Wiz. Yeah. And uh, uh, Aaron er- uh, Ehrlich. Uh, God, I can messing miss the last name. Ehrlich, uh, who will be on the program. He has been crowned. Cheddar Wiz is crowned the mullet champion of the United States of America. Of the world, actually. It's so wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I actually saw him on the national news this morning. <laughs> yes. On ABC. Uh, Six ABC had done an interview with him and the national uh, feed picked up on it and uh, they, they had him on there today, which was really talk cool. Talk about a media blitz. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk to uh, Rory and uh, right around the Bizarre File time, our first Bizarre File. So we have a bunch to get to today. Let's go ahead and take a break. We'll come back in a second. I got lots of entertainment stories to run by you and a stupid question. As always, stay put. We'll be back in just a moment or two.
8: The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order, but it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system, streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks. Preston and
1: Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web, Preston and
9: football's back and this eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at acme Free diamonds. Stephen
2: Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earth diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly, while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com.
1: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to give away a four-pack of tickets to the
2: Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. If you can answer this question correctly, what color were the walls in Monica's apartment on Friends? Oh, that's a good question. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that, all right? What color were the walls in Monica's apartment on Friends? Call now. Uh, Birthdays. we got some biggies today being the 17th day of August. It is Sean Penn's birthday today. Um, So many movies throughout the years. He is uh, celebrating his 63rd birthday. Today.
0: You know what he's really good at? They they just reran it on uh, cable. uh, Milk. He's
2: fantastic. I'm
0: I'm glad you brought that up. His range is so. That's pretty. Yeah,
2: yeah. And to, to play Harvey Milk in yeah. that, he was phenomenal in that movie. Was
3: Sean Penn who took an interest in Ed Bassmaster? He was. Yes. Yeah,
2: for a little while because <laughs> Ed, Sean's son saw Ed Bassmaster and thought he was hilarious. And yeah. Sean reached out to him. And then they, they, they met up and they it kind of fizzled out. Do you know eventually. what happened,
0: like, mm-hmm. Preston? The Haitian earthquake. Yeah. That's then, actually what distracted him. And uh, there you go. Sean went and did that. Yeah. And
2: uh, so, yeah, he turns uh, 63 years old today. Robert De Niro. What
9: the hell are you doing? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
2: Is celebrating a birthday today, and it's a biggie. He is eighty years old. Wow! uh,
10: Liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it.
2: (laughs) A new dad.
0: Oh Uh, my god! Wait, no, that's Pacino. Pacino? No, both of them. Is it both of them? Yeah. Oh Both my Pacino and God. De Niro, you remember? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, it's it, that. That's
2: just wild. But, at
5: eighty,
2: yeah, eighty years old. <laughs> Good for him. So Where's I,
0: your son?
2: Happy birthday! Oh, he's at the retirement home. To Robert De Niro. Uh, it's also Donnie Wahlberg's birthday today. Step by step, founding member Ooh, baby. of New Kids on the Don't Block. Get were you a
0: Donnie Wahlberg? Yeah. Who were
2: you? No, I didn't like Donnie. I was, I was a yeah. Jordan Knight fan. You were we a Jordan Knight fan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah the Donnie's lead. the bad boy. Oh, yeah, God. Donnie was, uh, it was... He looked like he was just putting it on to Preston, me. And
0: I heard he smoked. <laughs> oh, what? my God. Yeah. What? What? What?
3: Is uh, he still
0: married to Jenny McCarthy? Yes, and, and happily so. And he's actually, uh, as we now know, a really good dramatic actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, why and do we? Why do we know
3: that again?
0: Because he's uh, th- he's on uh, the Sixth Sense. Uh, he's on oh. Blue Bloods. Okay. Okay. He's okay. done a couple of movies. his, yeah, his range catcher. is pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah he's uh, celebrating his fifty fourth birthday today. Is he a partner in uh, Wahlburgers as well? Yes. Okay. I guess the whole family is, right? I
0: don't know. Yes. They actually closed one or two locations. Still, right.
2: They closed still the one well. here, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe they did, yeah. so uh, He's 54. Then you have Gilby Clark, who played uh, guitar for Guns N' Roses for a while. Uh, he turned 61 years old is today. Is that short
0: for Gilbans? Uh
2: I don't know if it's short for Gilbans or not.
0: <laughs> i uh, um, find that out.
2: Luke. G-I-L-B-Y is how you spell his first name. Uh, another musician, Kevin Rowland, oh. who is the lead singer of Dexie's Midnight Runners. We were just talking about them. We were talking about them yesterday, I believe, and he turns uh, 70 years old today. That was, uh, I still love Come that song. Yeah. I still love it. It's a, it's a chant and a command. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, and th- it was just, it was in those days of MTV where the video was so important uh, to the songs and it was iconic. They're all wearing their uh, bib overalls. Bib overalls. And yes. yeah.
0: Dancing around. You know, I remember they, they got out a little over their skis and I remember one of the guys was very critical of. David Bowie And I'm like oh. No you, you don't Criticize David oh, you Bowie don't yeah. need to
3: you know, I don't know the like any uh, music videos. I wasn't allowed to watch. Uh, oh <laughs> wasn't allowed God. to watch MTV because it was bad. Did yeah. your
0: mother um, make you hide your dirty pillows as well?
3: I don't, and when my my cousin would come down from New York, she was a huge music fan and loved MTV, loved all the music videos, and like she would put it on. My mom would be like, "Shut that off!" So I never, I don't know any. I really don't know any music videos. Kathy wow.
0: and Preston, you will remember this. You would, especially in the beginning, there were maybe thirty videos, and you would sit and oh, yeah. watch them over. Yeah. And over, yeah. That's I remember so well. seeing like "Minute Work." Who can it
2: be now? Yeah. I remember seeing that one over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, absolutely. Over. I could easily, Kathy. I could. You could put a video up of this <laughs> and era, and t- I could tell you what song it was without any music. Oh, playing. that
5: was like uh, a remote control where they put you upside down, and you would have to guess <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> yes, the... I love that Identify. show. Yeah, uh, that um, was a fun Trey show. Craig like kicked ass on that show. He did He did. Not? He did yeah.
2: very well. Yeah. Uh, So Kevin Rollin' is 70. Uh, Guitarist Eric Johnson gave us the White Cliffs of Dover. Here you go, yeah. This is such a great song. This is a feel-good instrumental. It just can get you, can get me in a great mood once it gets going. I mean, this little beginning part is pretty cool, but... (laughs) And it's one, it's a... It's an instrumental you can sing along
5: to. Yeah. This was... Uh, my brother had a mixtape, and uh, we listened to this. It was part of the mixtape. It's great. We got to get to the part that the have park. To get yeah, to We to have to get to, to, get to the part that's the
0: part. Yeah. Did we ever talk about the... I'm sure we have. The, the, the greatest... Rock instrumental song, you know. I don't know. I don't think they've ever had that uh, composition. I'm a big fan when they're really done well. Oh yeah, part of the Grammys
5: yeah. too. I mean, uh, here we go. Wait. Yes, the
0: chorus.
5: Great melody. It is. Yeah. Okay. So in w- No, I was just wondering who um, who won the great uh, the Grammy for the uh, best. Rock instrumental. The year that this came out—that's a good question. Because this, I, if it's better than that, do they do best rock instrumental? Yeah, that's how Fish won their only Grammy for okay. uh, first tube. Oh, that's a great song. It that is. that one ranks up there. Mm-hmm. All right. All
2: right. So Eric Johnson, '69 drummer of the Black Crows, uh, Steve Gorman. All right, great His 58th birthday. It's solid. Solid yeah. blues drum uh, drummer and uh, gets the job done. I I like playing along to Black <laughs> Crows songs. I think it's uh, uh there's some cool grooves. Imagine being. One of, the, one of the guys in the band that isn't one of the brothers and having to deal
4: with the brothers at all times. Oh my, my god. god, the fighting brothers! Yeah, if you're not a Robinson Please. brother and you're just like, can we just
0: play the songs, guys? Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I, I just want to play hard to handle. Is that okay, yeah. <laughs> well, every time you show up the like band practice, you go, "Okay, I'm out of a job." Yeah, a job. but uh, they they patched it up and they yeah. did their tour. They yeah. apparently it was pretty good.
2: It was just the two of them, too, right? So no yeah. band. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's 58. Uh, actress Tesa Farmija. Oh yes, uh, who is the sister of Vera Farmija. Far-mesia, I guess is how you How say do it you pronounce it. that I, name? I, I think it's Formesia. Formesia, yeah. Okay. Uh, but they're both uh, very striking uh, appearances, very yes. beautiful, you know, in a, in a unique way. Yeah. Uh, So she's 29 today Austin Butler played Elvis Honestly, you gotta see that movie Preston I think you'll dig it He is uh, 32 years old today So happy birthday to Elvis That's right man, he's good And then the last birthday I saved is Larry B. Scott Who played Lamar In Revenge of the Nerds
5: You have Karate Kid
2: down there for some reason He's in Karate Kid as well He's one of the Cobra Kai, believe it or not Yeah. Yeah I didn't know that either until I saw a picture this morning. I'm like... Son of a bitch. There's Same, a picture right up there, Case. Oh, my Same
9: God!
0: person. Did not even realize. Lamar, the character of Lamar is so great, especially because he pulls out all these things that help them win yeah. in that competition, especially the Javelin throw. It's hilarious.
2: Uh, so he turns 62 years old today, Larry B. Scott. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, what color were the walls in Monica's apartment on Friends? 215-263-WMMR. Our number, we're going to go to Noah and see if we can get the answer. Yo, Noah, good morning. Whoa! Hi. Hey. (laughs) You all right, bud? All right. (laughs) Noah, what color were the walls in Monica's apartment? Purple. Purple. Yep. Hang on, bud. Got yourself a four-pack of tickets, Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. Oh. (laughs) August 19th through August 29th in Mannheim, PA. You can get ready to live the excitement and adventure of jousting knights and royal delights by advance tickets at all right. I have some stories. We're going to start with this. A breakup has occurred. Britney Spears and Sam Ashgari have gone their separate ways. Yes, they uh, had tied the knot in June 2022. They have separated after 14 months of marriage. uh, While the reason the reason for the couple split has not been confirmed. The separation allegedly follows a major blow-up between the couple, according to E.T. They've reported...
7: alone!
2: Uh, the pop star and personal trainer said, I do, in front of about 100 people and a few family members last summer. Famous guests included Paris Hilton, Madonna, Selena Gomez, and Drew Barrymore. it was a star-studded event, uh, but they have... Uh, yeah, they've separated. Did you guys
5: get into a fight?
2: E.T. had the uh, had the scoop on the whole thing. Oh! Uh,
5: You know... It was always suspect, Preston. Everyone thought he was just capitalizing on the marriage to get an acting career going.
2: By the way, they met on the set of Britney's Slumber Party music video in 2016. They dated for four years before oh. getting married, so it wasn't like they... Look, she was his, he was her trainer, too. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah. they rushed right into it. That's um, right. The couple made their Red carpet debut in 2019 at the premiere of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, her marriage to Ashkari was her third trip down the aisle. Uh, she had married her childhood friend Jason Alexander, not the actor. That was for 55 hours. In Vegas, for 55 hours in 2004, and uh, then, of course, she had married her backup dancer, Kevin Federline, whom she shares two sons uh, with, Sean Preston and Jaden James, and they filed for divorce in 2006, which was granted the next year.
3: When I opened Instagram this morning, her post was like the first one there, and it was a picture of her on a horse, and I just noticed, listen, I know all of her posts are all about her, and that's fine, but like, I just noticed that she was talking about buying a horse. The horse was cut out of the picture. Yeah. Like, it was just her sitting on a horse. Like, the horse's head isn't uh. even... Like, it's not even the picture of, like, the beautiful Wait. horse that I'm going to buy. Look at, look at him. He's you get a crazy. discount
0: if you leave off the head.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is
0: actually the most tame picture yeah. she's posted in a while. Her last series of Instagram posts were her. She apparently purchased a stripper pole. Uh. And she's flailing around. Mm-hmm. And so, last night, we were talking, Preston, and... and uh, you know the conservatorship and getting her free from that was, you know, seemed to be a good thing, and and now you see, wow, there there clearly was a lot more going on than a lot of people were aware. of.
2: Somebody needs to keep
0: an eye yeah. on the problem. Maybe the so horse. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> the down, horse.
2: Bitch. Uh, after Netflix dropped the trailer for Maestro on Tuesday, many uh, took to social media to express outrage over Bradley Cooper's prosthetic nose in the movie. Uh, he portrays the famous actor, uh, conductor Leonard Bernstein in the biopic. Uh, Some are calling it Jew face and comparing it to blackface. So there are some people complaining about it. Uh, But following this backlash, uh, Bernstein's three children released a statement saying that they have no issue with Cooper using makeup to amplify his resemblance and that they are also certain that, quote, our dad would have been fine with it as well. I
0: kind of think that's the final word then, right? If the family members like it, you know, he... Is it completely necessary? No, but it's not the first time people have worn appliances to look more what they believe more similar to the uh, to the, the real guy. life person yeah. that they're playing. So exactly. sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss. I get it, but I don't think the intent was to exploit his Jewishness. No, I don't. Th- uh, he, I don't think so. The guy was a like a playboy. I mean, he was he was definitely he was making the rounds. I mean, he he was he's a ladies' man. Okay, you know? yeah. Yep. And so yeah, he's a good
2: looking dude. Yeah, absolutely. So uh yeah, the but uh, some people are having an issue with it, but uh I haven't seen Bradley comment on it yet. But yeah, it doesn't uh, affect the performance. But the <laughs> uh, yeah, but the uh the release from Bernstein's family, I think, kinda covers it. So uh Rachel Levis, formerly known as Raquel Levis, is breaking her silence. In case he's leaving. You don't have to leave, Casey but listen, I do want to report this because it has to do with he's really leaving. He's a fan pumper. Why does he get so? To- oh, yeah
7: you uh,
2: it, it's a thing, I guess, and
0: we're okay. supposed
2: to go. On. Well, anyhow. Uh he's breaking her silence in her first interview since Savannah Pump Rules season ten. Uh, Levis said that there are that the X rated video that Ariana Maddox found on Tom Sandoval's phone revealing their affair had been recorded without her consent. She explained Is she in the video? That, yeah, that while in oh. New York, she said I decided to be adventurous and look at the adult section on the TV, and Tom and I FaceTimed a lot, so I turned into something uh, I turned it into something. Something more of an intimate FaceTime. Oh, yeah. I expect to have privacy in that moment, so oh, yeah. that happened.
11: It gonna be my regular Saturday night thing, baby.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, she also shared that she realized during her stay at a treatment center in Phoenix, Arizona,
0: that she has. A love addiction. Oh, she's got a love addiction. That's different than a sex addiction, she right?
2: She said it's a real thing. It's where you confuse intensity for intimacy. Ooh. And those chemical changes in the brain are the same chemical changes that happen when you take drugs. <laughs>
0: it's like taking
11: drugs. She said
0: so it's addictive. Wow.
7: Wow. Wow.
2: And she said it explains why I couldn't stop seeing this person. She, she says it also doesn't excuse the fact that it happened, but now I know better, she
0: says. Okay. Yeah, so. All right.
2: There you go. Do you,
0: know, do you, do you uh, Have you ever had uh, a friend or anybody in your life who claimed to be like a sex addict or... I did have a friend who was at the beginning when that became something you could throw around. I think as defense of your. Oh no, I didn't. And have I believe people there are people who are sex addicts. Who, but, who who I never had
2: anyone who said that they were a sex addict, but I knew plenty of whores, and yeah. by that I mean guys.
0: Yes, no, who and were just banging everything they could get their hands yeah. on. Absolutely, and I think I think now was there a case where psychologically or whatever he was looking for something, but uh, it broke up his marriage, it was like... I believe it. I I
2: do believe that there are some
0: people that that let it, that
2: there's a way to control that if you work on it. Drugs. But but you can, uh, but it, it still might be like an addiction, something that's always there, and you have to consciously, yeah, you know, m- make yourself aware. Like Terry of that. Cruise, man, that stuff that he was going through, or is
4: it, you know twenty four hours of porn or whatever?
0: Yeah. So, w- would th- what about the actual addiction to being to being physical with someone as opposed? So he had the porn addiction, which, right? And he he broke that, and he's been very candid about that. Mm-hmm. Nick, have you ever known anyone who was legitimate or at least claimed to be? Yeah, had to go to support groups and stuff like that. Yeah, and I've talked to a couple
4: of people about it, and, uh, and actually. Talked in therapy about it one time, you know, as a subject, and um it, yes, yeah, it's, it's certainly a real thing. Some people also just have s- a healthy sexual libidos. Right. I think where the issue is is when your sex addiction gets in the way with your relationships or your work or anything else in, right. in life that that is supposed to be uh, take a higher priority. What if
0: uh, your entire fan expo empire falls apart because you are a sex addict? You can't uh, let that happen. Yeah. 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 All right.
2: So Millie Bobby Brown
0: disclosed in a recent interview with Women's Wear Daily
2: that uh, her. team Team takes extra steps to protect her from the downsides of social media. Huh. Uh, the Stranger Things star said that uh, while she mostly stays away from Instagram, her team censors her feed when she does use it. It's kind of interesting," mm. she said. I, "I personally feel it wasn't adding anything to my life, and I felt positive when I didn't have it on my phone. And I just feel like I could live my life with more confidence and freedom, mental freedom. She okay. said, "I just feel better for it, but that doesn't mean that it's uh, that the good social media. I don't get to see. I just have a wonderful team that kind of censors it all, so you that I can protect, protect myself. All yeah. right, so
0: <laughs> I would like to hire someone to protect me from tactical ads for like because <laughs> I'm a sucker shovel shovel tactical, tactical you know, backpacks.
2: Uh so uh, she also Tactical shared a tire inflator that she is drawing the curtains when it comes to her wedding with her fiance Jake Bongiovi who is a John Bon Jovi's son. I uh, said there are only so many moments in life uh, that you get only once, and to have everyone's uh, opinions and eyes looking at that just feels unnatural to look, me. Look at this picture of her. She looks fantastic. Oh, I follow her on social media. She is beautiful. I can't she's believe a that's eleven. Beautiful woman, and uh, yeah, she's uh, she's got a huge career ahead of her because she's a great actress. She's very too. good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, they better get that that season finished because she's. I mean, they had to de-age her. For the last season, they had yep. to make her appear, yeah. you know, like a kid again.
2: Yep, exactly.
0: So, Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi are
2: vacationing in Spain to celebrate their 15th wedding anniversary. Uh, the former talk show host shared a photo of the couple... Barcelona? Uh, ...standing on a yacht in front of a beautiful rock formation to Instagram on Wednesday. Uh, I don't know if they were in Barcelona or not. Um, she said, to my wife of 15 years, I fall more in love with you every day. My life is blessed because you're in it. Happy anniversary. Uh, according to People Magazine, the pair were traveling with their friends, Chris Jenner and Corey Gamble. What's that? In Mallorca. Shay <laughs> what? It was um, Chris Jenner.
0: Oh, not, okay. No, not, not Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner. Not Caitlyn Jenner.
3: Um, Mallorca is where, like, all the celebrities go when they go to Spain. Like, okay. there, there's a lot of giant, beautiful houses there. Where's the,
0: where's the Popeye Island? The, the, oh, Malta. Malta. Malta, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, what's the status of her gorilla sanctuary? Remember that? that I think she was going to spend a lot of time in that. It was- <laughs> Portia gave her this whole thing. Yeah. It be gorilla sa- I-, I don't think she has a gorilla sanctuary in Spain, does she? Uh, that would seem counterproductive. I didn't hear a
2: follow-up on it, so I don't know.
3: She still posts a ton like from her show. She? Yeah. Okay. Which I'm surprised. Like, it's over, right? Yeah,
2: right? Interesting. <laughs> Nothing's over. Yeah. yeah apparently you not. Nothing is over. daytime talk show. I wonder if Sly was ever on... Welcome to my afternoon talk show. It's it's Rambo's talk show. I'm dancing now. I like to dance.
10: <laughs> Just like Alan. Can't dance. I can't
2: Would he would, would he swing from the uh, <laughs> uh, over-the-top, outraged <laughs> right. Rambo to, to the very quiet, intense... John Rambo.
0: Well, uh, thank and- you for watching the show. <laughs> uh, I'd like to talk to you about my Gorilla
11: Sanctuary. <laughs> and
0: coming up next, Carrot Top. We're going to go uh, one-on-one in the basketball court. You're going to play hoops with Carrot Top? Absolutely, for charity. All right. For my Gorilla Sanctuary!
2: <laughs> There's no in-between. No. <laughs> Uh, all right,
0: so... we got to take a break, now. <laughs> We'll be back in a minute with the content. Rambo, you need to... There needs to be, like, a level. It <laughs> needs to be a yeah. middle spot. Audience loves you, but yeah. you got to keep it a little more level. Mm-hmm. All right! All
2: right. Um, uh, I wanted to touch on this. Quentin Aaron, who is the actor who played Michael Orr in The Blind Side, uh, spoke with TMZ about a suggestion. And I don't know who made this suggestion or where this came from, that Sandra Bullock should return her Oscar.
0: No! No! In light of, in, no! It's, it's ridiculous! It's, uh-huh. By the way, Sandra Bullock is up next. <laughs> we talk about the 25th year anniversary of Speed.
2: Uh, no, he said to make a statement like that doesn't make any sense. He said Sandra Bullock didn't have anything to do with the real story that we're reading as of right now, he said she gave a brilliant performance and that shouldn't be tarnished for something that had nothing to do with her. It's funny how you know, uh, you know it says, uh, in this story it says the suggestion that Sandra Bullock should return her Oscar. Like, who uh-huh. suggested that? Somebody? And... And so, like one person says it and then somebody
0: splashes it. You know what I mean? Or the come person on. who splashes it is the one who just floats the notion out there falsely that someone has come forward totally. to say that she should return her Oscar. Shut up. So in this case, it's weird because he's getting a lot of blowback because there are apparently a lot of people who are suggesting that. Um, uh, that he is listening to people who are leading him down the wrong path, and that the family initially really did treat him very well, and that there wasn't this thing. So I don't know there's two sides to every story. Maybe. Yeah,
2: uh, Stevie Nicks is sharing her thoughts on Daisy Jones and the Six, the Amazon Prime show that was loosely inspired uh, by Fleetwood Mac. I'm not familiar with this. So
0: uh, Marissa's mentioned it, yeah. um, and it, uh, apparently it's pretty good. It is. It's it's sort of that time period. I didn't realize that the influence was Fleetwood. Max. Yeah, so she revealed on Instagram on Tuesday that she
2: watched the show not once but twice. Did you like it? She said just finished watching Daisy Jones and The Six for the second time. Uh, she said in the beginning, it wasn't really my story, but Riley seamlessly soon became my story. Riley Keough. Uh, it brought back memories uh, that made me feel like a ghost watching my own story. She said it was uh, it was very emotional for me. I just wish Christine could have seen it, meaning Christine McVeigh. Yeah, her dear uh, friend. She would have loved it. Uh, hopefully, it will continue. Reese Witherspoon, whose company produced the series, commented on the post and said, Oh, my stars, Stevie. This means the world to the whole Daisy Jones and the Six team. Thank you for cutting the path. I think I have to watch it now. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Marissa, you, you thumbs up on
2: that? Hang on. I, gotta, I got too many papers on the board here. I got to turn her mic up. Yeah.
12: Yeah, for like the vibe that we like where it's just like that 60s, 70s. Almost famousy, Almost famous very much. It's actually based on a book, um, which I learned. And this woman, Taylor Jenkins Reid, writes books that are kind of like based on Hollywood pop culture. So there's another one called The Seven Husbands, which is kind of like the Liz Taylor story. Ah, So interesting. it's kind of her vibe. So knowing that it was... Legitimately based on Stevie Nicks's. It it all makes sense now. It's cool. But it's good. All
2: right, one last story. Uh, Sarah Hyland opened up about uh, the struggles she faced on the set of Modern Family. She told uh, her podcast co star, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, that uh, she didn't remember a lot of filming due to her kidney dysplasia diagnosis, which required her to undergo multiple kidney transplants.
0: Let me ask you, Sarah, were the cats mostly supportive? (laughs) She said, I was also focused
2: on essentially just surviving and knowing my lines and being there 100% when they yelled action and then immediately. Collapsing when the yield cut. Uh, spe- speaking about a specific episode in which the cast had to push a car. Uh, the actress said that she was on dialysis and using crutches because she had gout at the time.
0: Oh. She had like during the run of that show, I think it had to be like four or five pretty major surgeries yeah. to deal with all this. Yeah, she said they put me in high
2: heels, uh, which uh, gout affects your feet. Right. You know? yeah. She said they had not established my outfit yet, and oh, they wow. insisted that I was wearing heels, so it was it was tough for her. Do you remember the
5: time where if, if Sixers coach Maurice Cheeks
2: yeah, had gout, yeah, Cheeks had, and him. he had
5: to basically he w- had to wear socks.
3: He, yeah, he, he uh, would wear like one shoe. Yeah. Uh, and it, people were like what is going on it's, and eventually he yeah. spoke out about does it does
0: that manifest mostly like will you get it in your extremities in your feet
3: your, it's, feet, it's, yeah, it's yeah. your feet yeah. and yeah, it's yeah.
0: very yeah. painful yeah, yeah my dad gets it from time to time really? and he has gout
4: flare ups and uh, it sucks because it's like, and he'll be like in physical therapy and doing stuff and then he, he can't do anything because it's so painful huh. does he have
2: to avoid spicy foods
3: yeah, it, it has yeah. a lot to do and with beer? dietary right Nick he
4: never drinks uh, beer uh, he's not a beer drinker but um, yeah it is dietary and uh, sadly his diet is terrible so when Never, he like falls off the wagon and eats badly.
2: Uh, the gout flares up again. That sucks. Yeah, it blows. All right. Well, listen, we have some clips to play, so we're going to do that very thing right now. In Medusa Deluxe, the contestants of a hairdressing competition gone wrong find themselves in the middle of a murder mystery. Mm. Here, director Thomas Hardiman shares his inspiration for the movie's unique setting.
6: I love hairdressing. My mom took me to the hairdressers like a weird amount as a kid, so I went basically every week, and I sat in the background, and I kind of just appreciated it as, as a skill and as a craft like hair is this kind of cultural monument effectively and then down here you've got the backbiting and the fun and the kind of background of it and you pinball between the two and to me that's comedy and that was a world i wanted to get into i don't i don't want to, i don't think i want to see it Medusa deluxe
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's playing in theaters now here's the next club Reinventing Elvis, the 68 comeback explores how one man named Steve Binder challenged uh, Colonel Parker to spark the aging star's comeback with an iconic TV special. Here, producer Spencer Proffer shares why he chose to revisit the story.
6: Steve was like no amateur, and I'm thrilled that he not only pulled it off and Elvis loved him and the public loved him, but it's time to tell his story through his lens. That's what we did, and paramount. Plus, God bless them, really
0: believed in the vision, so they stood next
2: to me. Oh! Yeah. uh re-inventing Elvis Elvis' 68 comeback is now out on Paramount+. Plus.
0: I think the focus of this, Nick, you saw the movie Elvis. Yeah, they, they so talk th- about it. The producer that they're talking about, it was played by the guy from uh, Stranger Things.
4: Yeah, when he leaves uh, or he's trying to leave Colonel Tom Parker and right. he ends up hanging out with these guys and they think that this is a good idea, which they were right. It was. And so Elvis started listening to them more instead of Tom Parker.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting story.
4: I mean, and that's according to the Basel Blurman so, so the,
0: the, the from the third season, you know, the the, the the brother, the abusive brother who ends up, you know, being heroic. In the, oh, in Billy. The, Billy. Yeah. Uh, he, the ad actor is playing this producer oh, okay. in, in Elvis. Yeah, they meet at the Hollywood
4: sign, which I think actually, Steve, did happen. Did happen,
2: yeah. Yeah. Hello. All right, that's the last item in the entertainment uh, report. We got a lot to get to today. We have uh, wrestler Grayson Waller, who's going to be here in our studio. Yeah. He's a villain. He's a bad guy. <laughs> uh, we have Rory Cheddarwiz. We're going to check in with him because he is the mullet champion of the United States. And we also have uh Tom Bradley, who's the coach of the media little league team, who is uh when's their next game? Is it tonight? It's, uh, no, tomorrow night. It's tomorrow I, night. Wait, what's no, the nineteenth, 19th, 19th, yeah. All right. Uh so we'll check them in with all those people throughout the course of the morning. We'll come back in a moment with some other things, so make sure you stick around. We're gonna have a ride this morning together. We'll be right back. MMRBQ
8: 2023. Starring, shine down, Billy Idol, and maybe you. That's right. The Preston and Steve side stage is back with Jackie Bam Bam spinning, PS pals Don McCloskey playing live, and live band karaoke with Sidearm. And if you want to join them on stage, submit a video of your best performance at WMMR.com. We'll post the best ones and let the votes decide. Don't miss the fun in the games. And greet live bands at MMR's annual music festival. Grab tickets at Ticketmaster. Starting at $25 and join us September 16th. Team at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Text MMRBQ to 39333 for a link to all the details or hit up WMMR.com. MMRBQ 2023 from 93.3 WMMR.
1: Sponsored by Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. Also by Pro Team Collision and Sequoia Outback. Ladies and gentlemen,
2: it is time to expand our minds through scientific discovery. We go now to the Just Saying Institute.
0: Oh! The Just Saying Institute, home of the Sly Stallone School of Journalism. <laughs> it is a sprawling complex. A lot of people forget how just how big it is. We even have a journalism school and yeah, a monorail.
2: Know. Wow. All right. Um so this is super interesting. Um and it involves, believe it or not, Pink Floyd, the wall, the song. I saw this. Researchers have created. The song reconstructed from from the reconstructed brain waves of people listening to the song. Another break in the wall, part one.
0: Did you get the audio?
2: I have it. Oh, All right, good. I have Marissa's, uh isolated. There were a couple of different. Um, I, I took uh, the part of the song that they had people listen to, right, and then compared to what uh, they have te- they have recreated via technology. So, so explain the mechanics of this because it's pretty fascinating. Okay, so here let me let me give you a little bit of the background here. So so ultimately the research team hopes <clears throat> that their findings are going to lead to more natural speech from brain machine interfaces that aid communication with people who are quote locked in by paralysis and unable to
0: talk so so for example um, Stephen Hawking mm-hmm.
2: yes but he, he that was not brain activated right. so uh, and in fact uh, no, right he he was he would actually look at a keyboard correct so Dr Robert Knight who is the uh, senior researcher said right now uh, when we do words it's robotic he said computer the c- uh, Consider the computer speech associated with Stephen Hawking. It kind of sounds like that. But he said human speech is made up of words, but it also has a musicality to it, uh, with people adding different meanings and emotions based on musical concepts like intonation and rhythm. So they want to get more of a flow than this kind of robotic sound. Uh, So here's what they do. Electrodes implanted on patients' brains captured the electrical activity of brain regions known to process attributes of music, tone, rhythm, harmony, and words as researchers played a three-minute clip from the song. Uh, The recordings were gathered from 29 patients in 2012 and 2013. So they did this 10 years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. All of the patients suffered from epilepsy and surgeons implanted the electrodes to help determine the precise brain region uh, causing their seizures. Uh, starting in 2017, the researchers started feeding those recorded brain waves into a computer program to analyze the data. And eventually the algorithm became smart enough to decode the brain activity into a reproduction of the song the patients had heard years earlier. So I'm going to play this for you. Right. It doesn't sound just like the song it doesn't at all but this came simply from the data of brainwaves
0: so the the brainwaves were converted into data yes and then analyzed because of the advent the advances with the analog uh, with the uh, um yeah they were able to decode them into these sounds yes uh, so so we're getting to do you talk about the lyrical sound of human speech this could be the way in. Possibly, yes. Yeah.
2: So let me play a little bit of
0: this, uh, to you, uh, for you. And, and, and the beginning
2: of this clip plays some of the, the song that they listen to, and then the portion of it that's, uh, that's been, um, analyzed and, uh, interpreted. Here we go. Oh, no just the wall. Okay,
7: and then
3: this. Here's a recreated version. Oh, no, uh, So, it, it's getting
0: it's getting the se- a basic sound of the s- of the song
2: those are analyzed brain waves that's yeah. it's reading what you're thinking
3: I can't, this is like Musical. beyond. I can't. I don't understand. So, so <laughs> when when
0: you, you hear you, the way Stephen uh, Hawking, when you're uh, you know, I I mean, it had a very robotic sound to it. This allows if you can break down the code of what makes the brain process that leads to our more lyrical speech. Machines could deliver more human-sounding speech for in cases like epilepsy or where people are incapable of speaking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, so they'll be able to hardwire into your brain
2: if you and then lost like this.
7: Wouldn't you think <laughs> my collection's complete? Yeah, if
2: you've lost the power of speech and you will be able to just think of something and it will come out of a speaker right. say so you've been rendered speaking you're you're your you have ALS appra- yeah exactly and exactly you can, and you can no longer speak right you will be able to communicate to people and that will be huge in medical treatment because you can then convey how you're feeling, yeah. and you know because that's one of the most important things. Is doctors need feedback? They need no, sad, bro? They need verbal feedback. Yes. I and
3: mean, if it actually works, that would be amazing. I just don't understand how it could actually. I, I,
2: work I think that it way. will eventually. I think it will, especially now with AI. The only problem is they
0: can only communicate in Pink Floyd songs. Oh my god, yeah, that's a problem. Wow, no, nope. bro, it's Friday.
5: There oh my go. god, wow. you did it.
0: <laughs>
2: we need to do that. Yeah. What <laughs> we haven't done, Bass backwards in a while. What about Bajmir <laughs> you <laughs> rim job? Yeah. Do we still have that?
5: We do, but...
2: okay. Uh, so, eventually uh, the algorithm became smart enough to decode the brain activity into a reproduction of the song that the patients had heard years earlier. Uh, according to the doctor, this study represents a step forward in the understanding of the uh, neuroanatomy of music perception. Uh, the accuracy of sound detection needs to be improved going forward, and it is not clear whether these findings will be directly applicable to decoding uh, the prosodic Elements of speech, which is tone, inflection, and mood.
0: You were just saying job." <laughs> I love it. Brain job. Imagine that. Yeah. If you're sitting there, you're trying to communicate, that you yeah. feel a pain, but all you can say is "rim job." <laughs> yeah. Rim job. Well, I don't want to do
2: that now. <laughs> Nick, Great your job! job. <laughs> you're going to jump in,
0: uh, yeah.
4: But I mean, just keep going, and then I'll add my thing. <laughs> no, you're good. Go ahead. Um, the my my grandmother had a stroke about 30 years ago, and um, she had this keypad that was given to her where there were pre-programmed phrases. So <sighs> it would be like, uh, "We need to get milk from the grocery store." I mean, uh, like stuff that was common, and there were I don't know. 300 of them or whatever, including one that said FU, which was great. So ah. she would hit a button and it would say, FU, FU. Yeah. So this was 30 plus years ago. I, I, this is where I get fascinated by this by this type of technology, because if, if even we're getting this stuff now where it's sort of um, garbled Pink Floyd music... What are we going to get ten years from now? Yeah, like the the ability to harness brainwaves at all at this point to get something that slightly remembers uh, resembles
0: human speech is fascinating. It's going to be amazing, especially because all this stuff always proceeds exponentially as they discover something. It it, it moves ahead quickly now. You're basically the way we speak now. The way I'm speaking right now, it's um, my brain is sending you know a, a code to my you know yeah. uh, your muscles, right? Your, all the, yeah. so, it's all the process working. I'm inhaling and exhaling in the proper way, all that stuff, proper modulation. But the um, the truth of the matter is that in 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 uh, the the machines right now, it still sounds stilted. But if we get to that point where you are basically doing exactly what the human brain does, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean they've gotten to where you
2: can. Uh you can work prosthetics by thinking alone, yeah um yeah, when s-
5: nobody is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but when you're uh, if you would be able to to think and speak, that's a whole other level. That's pretty amazing. Like a
0: speak and say.
2: Yeah. Um, they said, however, these findings do hold promise for improving the quality of signal detection from brain-computer interfaces by targeting the superior temporal gyrus. This offers what hope that? for patients <laughs> <laughs> but they held me who have communication <laughs> challenges due to various neurological diseases, diseases such as
1: ALS. Or oh,
0: you know, we're just another brick in the wall. Or
2: traumatic brain injury.
0: Yeah, so. there's the thing. So People who are trapped within their own bodies yeah. and can't communicate out. That would be a godsend.
2: Absolutely. So this was a step forward. But
0: it did take them 10
2: years from when they retrieved that uh, uh, information uh, to get it to where it is now. So Maybe the next. Oh, who knows? A little more quickly. We'll have to see about that. All right. Uh, Just saying. Yeah, it's the Institute. All right. (laughs) This is pretty interesting. This is uh, uh, another step forward. Doctors in New York have managed to keep a brain dead man in a state of sort of suspended animation for more than a month after removing his kidneys and replacing them with one from a pig. I feel sleepy. A ventilator has kept 57 year old Maurice Miller's heart beating and other organs functioning while the Pig kidney produces urine and other normal byproducts.
0: So, okay, so his organs are still functioning... Right? Yes. Okay. So the
2: experiment marks uh, by far the the longest time an animal's organ has been functional inside a person, albeit one who is clinically dead. Uh, One gene in the pig was deleted to prevent the human body from immediately mounting an immune
0: response to the foreign organ. So I'm sort of conflicted about this. Okay. I haven't had enough time to think about it, but I'm reminded of that movie Coma, Preston. Do you remember that years ago? Yeah. Where they basically... Would uh, put people that make them brain dead and then keep their bodies alive and farm their organs out. Yes. But they would be farming from pigs, right? Now this was. Are you talking about the, the, the doing the study on this guy? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: so here's the deal about him. Yeah. Before I get into the whole story, he had suffered an aggressive brain tumor, which meant that his own organs were not considered eligible for donation to a All living right. person. After he was declared brain dead, his family agreed to let his body be used for the procedure All for right. medical science. Because some people do no, donate their bodies. Yes. To medical science, and sometimes it's in this form that they are technically still alive. I tried to donate my body, but medical Science took a hard pass. Um, <laughs> the experiment uh, was directed by Dr. Robert Montgomery. Um, it said he hopes that uh, by showing the kidney can function successfully in a brain dead person, it will clear the way for the Food and Drug Administration to approve clinical trials in living people.
5: Mm-hmm. When you donate your body to science, um, I assume you do eventually get it back for the family to, you know. I don't think do- so, Case. Because huh. they, you know,
0: like they.
3: Whatever's left over, maybe? Yeah,
2: I mean, because there are. Tons of different things that they could. Usually use get a plate covered in Reynolds Wrap, right? Um, you can you can be sent to medical school and they do you know uh, yeah. gross anatomy and, and work on that or and and cut the body into pieces and send it off and or they may send you to a uh, one of those decomposition farms and let your yeah. body rot and and uh, see how see, so for, see for see police, how police investigations, so, okay? Uh, but you know I don't know, case. I think once you hand it over, you've handed it that's over. A, and, that, but that's an interesting. And then they destroy it because it's medical waste. If you know, anybody knows, that's what I always what
0: what, what, what happened. Or what you're given, or if you're allowed to keep a part, or if there's if there's a, a, a partial cremation. Where well,
5: you're... okay, because my, my buddy was talking about how his father-in-law uh, donated his body to science, but also in the same conversation talked about having the remains to scatter the ashes. Oh, okay, so. I wasn't sure. Okay, we're, we're going to take what we got, and then whatever is left over is returned is to you. Returned to you via. I could see that
0: being know. part of it. Yeah, I, I I, I, I'm not well versed in this, but that would seem like it might be something that goes on. All right, here we go. Yeah, Casey,
2: any tissue not matched with a current science care program is cremated and can be returned. Okay. If requested to the individual designated on the consent form. So there you go. Self-addressed stamped envelope. So you can <laughs> you can consent to have that done. All right. Uh, you know who's an expert in all these things? Ah. The good doctor. From Fox 29 in Penn Medicine. Dr. Mike Sregano hey! joins us once again. Good morning, Dr. Mike.
6: Sorry, I woke you woke you up yesterday. It's okay, Mike. <laughs> Anytime. I do love you. I Listen, love you too. Uh, so, a couple things. One, let, let's talk about this xeno uh, transplant, which is fantastic stuff. Yeah. So, you talked about the gentleman that, that donated his body. They kept him alive on a ventilator, but he was brain dead. They then removed his kidneys, his natural kidneys, And they implanted a genetically modified pig kidney. Now, what did they do? They modified a, a uh, an entity known as alpha gal. Have you heard about getting bit by a tick and then you get an allergy to meat? Yes. All right. This is a, a, a big problem uh, when it comes to trying to transplant an organ from another species into a human. And so they modified this so that the, the human body would not have that immediate response. And what they found and this is fascinating. The kidney is functioning normally after 32 days, which is a world record. And they plan on continuing this until September. So uh, the the idea is uh, this may provide thousands of desperately needed organs. And this is just the beginning. This is uh, kidneys. It, it might work for hearts and a lot of other things. That's pretty amazing. So out the details.
0: Obviously, a big issue is always like rejection of an organ and things of like that nature, correct?
6: Well, absolutely. Now they did have to use immunosuppressive drugs. Now, these are medicines so that we don't get an immune response. Okay. But this this finding that getting rid of this alpha gal problem is is a major breakthrough. So so that's number one. Uh, number two, uh, having gone to to Penn Med, uh, when you donate an organ and and, and uh, or a, or your body to science for for medical school purposes, they take it very seriously. The body is is. Is, is sacrosanct and there are uh, uh services held and 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 it, it, uh, amazingly uh uh, uh caring uh, uh information is given to the patient we treat them with respect so and we learn anatomy so uh, it's not, it's, it's
0: not treated like lab equipment there's there's reverence to the to the donation and to the individual
6: well, yes, and and if you think about it, the two take-home messages out of all of this: one, uh, when you do your your uh, driver's license, really think long and hard about what you would do. God forbid if you ended up where your organs could help others. Uh, I'm an organ donor, uh, and and the bottom line is this: this brings up the fact that we have tremendous shortages. And if you uh, are are caring and want to educate future uh, healthcare providers, uh, uh, you you can donating your body to to a medical school and and that is an amazing gift
0: there are countless stories of, of people who've had the opportunity to meet someone who is say the recipient of a heart that a loved one who passed and donated their organ uh and and helped someone go on and live and they they let them listen to the heart beating in this person's chest and it's it, it just it, it makes you cry your eyes out but what a wonderful gift to be able to pay forward to someone
6: well, and, and remember, it's, it's a simple thing. If if you just think about it, it, it can save lives and it can make a tragedy and, and, and make that tragedy into something beautiful like you just said.
0: What if, Mike, you, by, you cause a heart attack in someone you've woken up out of a deep sleep? <laughs> <laughs> What was that? Uh-huh.
6: He's if saying you... <laughs> you almost
2: killed me yesterday when you called me while I was oh, sleeping. Oh, come on, man!
6: <laughs> <laughs> Get the heck out of you. No, You were—I didn't—I didn't think you would be asleep
2: at what two o'clock?
6: Taking a nap
0: there, buddy. Oh, <laughs> Catching right. up. All right.
2: All right. We love, love you. you. We love right, you, right, you Doctor Mike. Doctor Mike. <sighs>
0: Yeah, he, 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 uh, he should be he should be an honorary fellow at the Joseon
2: Institute. Yeah. Uh, he is. Actually, we have a statue of him. Um <laughs> there are a number of texts and phone calls coming in. They do indeed cremate the body okay. and, and return the ashes to you. I always thought that once you gave it up, it was Theirs to do with what they will, because there's so much you can do with a human body f- with uh, for medical research. But I yeah. guess they have specific things in mind, and maybe you qualify for certain things. You know, people are texting in like, yeah, sometimes they'll blow your body up like uh, with ordnance, uh, military testing on weapons and things like that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty wild. <laughs> pretty cool. Like, yeah. how do I get on that program? Right. Um, all right. So interesting, and uh, that's a that's um, uh, some good information to know that they are still progressing in using. You know. Um, uh, animal body parts and, and uh, or, or organs for transplants. You heard Dr. Mike how encouraged yeah. he is. That's yeah. a good sign. This says more than 100,000 Americans are waiting for a new kidney, heart, or lung at any time, and thousands never qualify for a wait list or die before someone else's tragedy makes an organ available. So, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, let me see Just what saying. else. Yeah. We're at the Institute. All right, next to the Whitey Bulger statue. <laughs> this I can get behind. Um... Plenty of workers wish they could grab a nap, a quick power nap on their lunch break. And now a company (laughs) is making it possible, creating office pods for tired workers to sleep in, but they do it standing up. What?
5: What? Like a horse? Like the cone heads?
2: Now, I had the same reaction that you guys did. What? What? Um, But then I saw. Because you've developed a system that works brilliantly. I do. And, and Bill, did you see Bill calling me out in the meeting yesterday? No, what did oh, he no, say? I am like, I was exhausted, man. Oh, yeah, I yeah. get tired yeah. after the show. Yeah. I, I am wiped out, and that's why I have a little bunk yeah. under my desk where I can go lay down and sleep. Well, oh, <laughs> you a nap? Yeah, we're in the meeting, and I'm, I'm like, <laughs> literally, I'm like shutting my eyes for a second or two, and he's just like... Oh, you okay there, Press? What's going on? I'm like, dude, I'm exhausted. I'm still listening. I'm here. Yeah. But I'm freaking tired, man. I can't stand
0: our meetings because I'm so tired at this point. Well, whenever we have them in a room with fluorescent lights, I can take the one room we're in a lot better than the other room because the fluorescent lights knock me the F out. But how do you stand and sleep, Press? All right. So,
2: Connor, pull up a picture of this. It's called Giraffe Nap. Believe it or not, okay. do you have to glue yourself to a giraffe? No. Uh, the Japanese company behind this invention says sleepy employees can pop into the vertical giraffe nap booths to catch 40 winks during the working day. They add that the pods offer a re- refresh in just 20 minutes. <laughs> Corporations could choose from two themes. There's the near future theme and the more traditional Japanese style booth. Who's going to be? Who's going to be the first to jump into one of these to rub one out? Oh, jeez. Right inside the pods, the the body is supported. At four points. The head, the buttocks, the shins, and the soles. So I'm going to try to describe this. It's like oh. a phone booth. And you have a seat that you sit on. Now, there's also a, uh, a pad in the front where your knees and your uh, the, your shins would rest. And your feet, there's a foot pad as well. And right. so you lean forward. And there's a kind of desk that's at chest height. Right. And you can put your arms up there and lay your head on it. So you're in a kind of a standing position. But your body is supported where you can just relax completely.
0: For for a while, all the rage were these ergonomically designed office chairs that yeah. had the same kind of, kind of like that knee yeah, arrangement. Yeah, you, you, you put you,
2: you're almost kneeling, right. But you're upright. I know what you're talking about.
3: So it's okay then to sleep at work because you're upright. Like, what the hell is the difference? Yeah. Just I, put a bed I, in there. I
0: agree. I agree. Maybe it's for space saving. Well, Preston, you push a button and the two goes horizontal.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree, Kathy. You could yeah. just have <laughs> bunks of a sort, but I, I think it's easier to get in it. The one thing. That I don't like about taking a nap under my desk is the crawling under there and then the getting back out. Have you have you
0: have you done like a video to show your cool rig? I think we did, Marissa, didn't we? Yeah, we've shown. Yeah, because it's there there is a setup. You have a tub with bedding underneath it. You have a sliding curtain. I have I have a yoga mat. There's right. one.
2: I have a, a a body pillow. I have a blanket, and then I have two pillows for my head. There's one thing
0: you're missing, though. What? Some outward sign to hang on, because we'll be, I, I do. Need we'll to be do in there that. knowing yeah. that you're asleep or quiet. I know. People come and go. Hey, what's going? Oh, I because didn't know the You other can't day. see. You can't yeah.
3: see because yeah. yeah. you, I just you in. have the little curtain. I so have it, a curtain. it's pulled over. <laughs> and what else you have under there is the mouse poop too, which is good. There's no more mouse poop. Uh huh. Sure. It's all
2: gone. But but yeah, I I bought a retractable one of those. Uh, springy uh, curtain rods. Attention, yeah. Attention yeah. rod. Tension yeah. rod. Thank you. And I bought some <laughs> drapes and then I cut them and I yeah. trimmed them to the proper height. You can
5: just go to your car. A lot of people, I, I see them in the office. Uh, they'll go, to, they'll go to the car and, you know, turn the air conditioning on and. And, and then one uh, the of the hose from the tailpipe? No, right? but you know, Greg Scarato, uh, he used to be in sales here. Yeah. I remember our old general sales manager had to go to the bank uh, right by Target. Caught him in the parking lot. He was in the parking yeah.
2: lot just taking a good old snooze. I, I don't sleep as well in the car. I have if I'm desperately tired. In driving, and I need to pull over and lay down for a while, I can do that, but I'm not comfortable in a car seat laying in that position. Plus, I have uh, apnea and I can't lay on my back, (laughs) Uh or I'll start. (laughs) We'll do that whole thing. Uh, So, the makers of Giraffe Nap. Say, by fixing these four points, it is possible to maintain a relaxing standing and sleeping posture no matter how weak you are. You Uh, weak little thing. Giraffe nap makers say that they have applied scientific research to their creation to work out what level of sleep is conducive. Harness the power of the sleeping giraffe. uh, To workers uh, continuing their tasks after a nap. Uh, he said, uh, they said through joint research with uh, Hokkaido University and Taiwan's national Cheng Kung University, huh. when sleeping while standing, it reaches to sleep stage two, which is a sleep that allows you to breathe lightly. Uh, and it's been demonstrated to remain in sleep stage for uh, sleep, sleep stage two for over 30 minutes. You can feel the effect of a nap and not sleep too much, so you can quickly return to work without feeling drowsy.
0: I just bought a thing called a uh, hippo nap oh. where you sleep underwater. Okay. Oh, yeah. And how does that uh, work? Out I for almost him? died. Okay, <laughs> nice. Um, do you
2: want, real quick? Do you want to talk to a lung transplant recipient? Sure. Yeah. Uh, going doubling back to our last story. I'm going to go to Andy. Hi, Andy. Hi, Andy. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, bud. How are you? Good, man. What's up?
10: <laughs> I just wanted to let you guys know uh, my I was uh, a, lung, a double lung transplant wow. patient. Um, the uh, and my uh, old lungs were donated back to Penn Medicine for science. Uh, they asked me basically, "Do you want them?" And uh, my sister was actually answering for me. And she's like, "No, we don't want them. You can have them." So, but they, uh, you know, it. It's. It's. Uh, I, I'm also a donor myself. Uh, on on my driver's license to go help you know good somebody no else after being a recipient so, so the,
0: the lungs you you were not able to use they were you donated it back to uh, to Penn so that they could dissect them and do research on them how are you doing.
10: Oh, I'm a, you, you. If I didn't tell you, you would not know.
0: That's fantastic. Hey,
2: by the way, Andy, so they they offered your old lungs back to you in in like what form? Were they going to put them in a jar and formaldehyde?
7: I I don't know that answer.
10: They just were like, "Do you want them?"
0: And we were uh, no, we don't want them. <laughs> I thought it would. I, to be honest, Andy, I thought it was illegal or whatever that that was considered uh, medical biomedical waste. Yeah. waste yeah. And I mean, you,
3: maybe when they say that, they don't mean they're actually going to give them to you, but that it's not going to be used for science like you know what i mean it, it'll be disposed of or oh, okay or yeah. like in a smoothie it's your choice yeah,
10: probably but uh you know our answer was simply no we're okay all you know, oh, right yeah and they and they asked if you know did, did we mind that they use them for research and we were like no absolutely do you know do what you have to do you know
5: yeah. do they uh, do they knock the price off of the uh, transplant if you're offering a trade-in I, right? <laughs> no, I don't believe so. No? All right. <laughs> no <trade-in. laughs> All
2: right. Thanks, Andy. Happy to hear you're doing well, man.
10: Yeah, I'm good. Thank you very much. All right. All right. Take care, buddy. We'll That's pretty that. wild. Yeah. Double
2: lung transplant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, double lung transplant. Double lung transplant. Oh, oh my God. My God. <laughs> All right. Let's get to another story. Just saying. Yeah. Thank you. Can't do it without the music. No. I'm not going to do it without the music. Um, researchers from Florida have found that uh, popular cliques in school are still very real. And they found out some reasons why people might fall into cliques. A Florida Atlantic University study found that life is harder for middle schoolers who are less athletic or less attractive. Well, who
3: didn't know that? Know.
0: Come That's on. as obvious as no. it gets. Wait, you mean wow. the chubby, awkward kid is not rocketed middle school? Thanks
3: for this
5: study.
2: Well, the uh, the more unpopular a student becomes, the more likely they are to engage in problematic coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm.
5: I have a friend that I grew up with that, um, you know, just... Had three st- testicles? No, but just, you know, looking back on it, and I don't want to say uh, too much because I don't want to reveal, but, like, this person... F- was not athletic, was not, like, not ugly, but, um... Man, like, but dude, all the cheerleaders loved him. He was like hanging out with the popular crew. Uh, he also was like a top ten student. Like all of these, things. but like if you were just judging surface level stuff, you're like, how the hell is right. this dude rocking it so well? Yeah, well,
2: some people's personality
0: can yeah. can rise above yeah. that, and that's that's a gift that you have. And also people people blossom later on and you know you 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 find yourself at different ages. Are they saying here? So what what is the what is the full the, the major takeaway from this survey? It says Let's here, start. growing
2: marginalization, in turn, uh, precipitates loneliness and alcohol misuse. Okay, uh, according to the lead uh, study author, who said of so those saying alcohol can help. Who no? Oh no! Of those who began uh, drinking to intoxication during the course of the school year, almost two thirds were above average in unpopularity. I'm um, very unpopular. The <laughs> study included 580 middle school students between 10 and 13 years old. Parents are encouraged to provide opportunities for the mm-hmm. kids to make friends with well-adjusted classmates. You
0: notice how that's not in a yearbook category, most unpopular. <laughs> 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 Bottom line is, man, middle school is hard. I I I took my lumps. It was. Did you uh, find it uh, the worst of the of your school years? Yeah. yeah
2: okay. I think so. And, and and watching my kids go through it too, they hated it. They hated middle school. Um, and and because that's when um, you're most awkward. Well, that's when things start to happen. That's when mm-hmm. that's when cliques start to form, and, and yeah. yes, differences between each other start to matter at different a, paces too. Yeah.
4: You know, like when when some yes. kids in seventh and eighth grade are developing. And other kids in seventh and eighth grade are still like elementary school kids. You know, it's it's a really it separates you, and then the separation creates these clicks. Yeah. Uh, do they talk about
2: other coping mechanisms in this article besides drinking? No, that's they pretty recommend much drinking that. pretty much, right? They they, they you, my my suggestion to you is <laughs> to start drinking heavily. <laughs> um, no, but I mean it's it's an unfortunate. Truth. I mean that that if you're less athletic, uh, you have a more difficult. So be if more you're less...
0: athletic and better looking. If yeah, come on, <laughs> that's the takeaway. Yeah, just it's a... be more just athletic be better and better looking. looking.
2: The coping
4: mechanism that I was thinking of was that I, I knew a few uh, young women who um, found acceptance through sex, and they, sure. you know, they used that as yeah. a way to. Gain popularity by flirting with boys, by sleeping with boys, and it, it, you know, looking back on it, it's unfortunate. But they wanted to fit in.
2: So I was less athletic, and uh, and that's you became when, a pimp, and, and
5: that's that. I find it, that hard to believe. Believe I'm, I got to jump in here. Uh, you might not have liked sports, but I've I've known you a long time. Your hand eye coordination is fan.
2: Fantastic. Oh, well, thank
5: you, sir. So I, I wouldn't say that you were less athletic. I think you were, you just didn't like sports. Mm,
2: no, not true. No? Sure. Not true. Really? Sure. You sure, were no. more not good. I was, <laughs> no, I mean, so that that's when, I was going to say in middle school, that's when you started seeing the people who really advanced in their ability. Yeah, Before yeah, yeah. that, Gym was fun. Yeah. We went out and we, yeah. we we played kickball and we did, you know, all these games and they were great. But then when people started getting really good <laughs> and you were playing with the the athletes and, and playing these games and they would just
0: essentially just dominate. That's when they break away from the pack. The ones who are going to have And that was yeah. in middle school yeah. and
7: that's
2: when the choosing teams right and, and you get picked last Church and skins. That yeah. that stuff that's that's when it surfaces, I think.
5: And for me because I was um undersized uh, pretty much my whole life but it wasn't until like those middle school years when where I'll never forget, like, because when I used to play, like, a side yard football or a schoolyard, I was great. And then one time, this guy tackled me with no problems, and I was like, what the hell was that? Like, yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, people started developing and getting bigger, and I just did not. Quick yeah. question. Yeah. So,
0: as always, shirts and skins. Do you think they ever, for a second, considered shorts and balls?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Shorts and balls. In, yeah. In, grade school level? Or, right. No, no, probably not. Alright. Maybe in the olden days. In the, <laughs> in the he olden times.
7: the yeah. olden
0: times. Right. But anyhow, I knew it was pretty obvious, but... But, uh, just... yes, it, it's it's worth remembering. So, uh, you know, the, and remember the healing properties of alcohol.
13: <laughs> Jeez. Alright, we
0: should
2: probably close up shop yeah. here. And uh, But we thank you for stopping by the campus, uh, home of the new... So- Sebastian Stallone School of Journalism. School of Journalism, yep. that is correct. Alright. Uh, it's the Just Say Institute. We all are going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. When we return, we're going to talk to the mullet champion of the country. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we're also going to get into the Bizarre Files. So stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. And then after that, uh, Grayson Waller, very dynamic, over-the-top personality, is going to be here <laughs> to get ready for WrestleMania. We'll be right back.
8: Don't you hate it when some jerk on the radio says, hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay, well, maybe. Hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Preston and Steve. Their
1: name is their address. On, on the web, PrestonandSteve.com.
9: Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away
2: free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other... corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com.
1: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: We're going to do the Bizarre File, then we are going to speak to the mullet champion of the world in just a second. <laughs> and this just added to our list of things for the day. We have brand new music from Guns N' Roses. Whoa! I had no idea this was even coming, so yeah. we're going to do all of this. And uh, and then we got more guests. But let's do the Bizarre File first and foremost. Here we go. No.
8: Bizarre. WMMR
2: presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre. bizarre. File. You buy Horizon Services from clogged toilets to dripping faucets. Horizon Services plumbing professionals are there when you need them. And Horizon also arrives the same day or you don't pay. Book in seconds at horizoneasybook.com. We'll start with this. A 19-year-old who pleaded guilty to falsely impersonating a physician's assistant in 2022 has been arrested again, and this time for allegedly defrauding a car dealership of more than $100,000. Zachary Brent Bailey was arrested on Saturday morning on an outstanding felony warrant. Now, he faces two counts of obtaining property by deception. He allegedly sold two vehicles that were not his to Cooper Auto Group for tens of thousands of dollars. His criminal activities have been compared to those in the movie Catch Me If You Can. It sounded like that. In 2022, he posed as a physician's assistant to gain access to two hospitals in Corpus Christi, Texas, for nearly two months. He was 17 years old at the time. Court records show that Bailey was able to dress in scrubs, And obtained a badge from the hospitals, claiming to be a traveling physician's assistant.
0: Wouldn't you be put off if your doctor was sitting in a booster chair?
2: (laughs) His story uh, ultimately unraveled when he made a slip-up and claimed that he went to Stevens College, a private university in Missouri. One ICU nurse realized that it was an all-girls school, (laughs) so it would have been impossible for Bailey to attend. And after his fellow hospital employees started uh, looking into social media accounts, they realized that he was not who he said he was. He later pleaded guilty to two felonies. Now, he was sentenced to six years probation for that case. His criminal record doesn't stop there. According to police, he also gave false, false information to obtain residency at an apartment complex, used bank fraud to purchase 52, 000, a $52,000 BMW, and stole $4,300 worth of jewelry from a Walmart. Can you imagine if he were to turn these talents on something legitimate. Police in Texas also believe Bailey was preparing to impersonate a police officer after his physician's assistance scheme ended. Officers said that he was found uh, in, driving an old police cruiser and was in possession of of a bulletproof vest, a gun belt, ammunition, a t-shirt with the word sheriff on it, oh and a ghost gun. Uh, Bailey's crime span across Texas, Oklahoma, and Missouri, and he remains in the county jail in Oklahoma after he was arrested for the alleged car dealership crimes. His bond is set at $200,000. And as
0: with Catch Me, if you can, uh, a lot of it is just simply has to be based on the thrill of the impersonation. Possibly, yeah. Two American tourists were found asleep On
2: the Eiffel Tower on Monday morning, after allegedly getting drunk and evading security the night before. Uh, Staff at uh, Paris' most famous monument woke the men in the early morning as they made their rounds ahead of the tower's 9 a.m. opening time on Monday. Are
0: there enough places to go discreetly hide yourself, Nick? Sure are, Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, The pair appeared to have gotten stuck because of how drunk they were, according to prosecutors.
0: (laughs) We can see in Paris.
2: Uh, They added that the men were found in a section of the tower normally closed to the public between its second and third levels. (laughs) (laughs) A police source said that they bought a ticket on Sunday night and they hopped security barriers while descending from the top of the tower.
0: Look, at borrowed parade that says rusty.
2: They intend Mm -hmm. to file a criminal complaint (laughs) for that, by the way. That's hilarious. Nick, did you suffer appendicitis on the Eiffel Tower? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought.
4: I passed out in uh, one of the elevators going from the first floor to the second floor.
2: Jeez. Here's a follow-up story. A former contestant on The Family Feud was sentenced by an Illinois judge to natural life behind bars for the fatal shooting earlier this year of his estranged wife. Uh, and in May, Timothy uh, Blefnick was convicted of first-degree murder and home invasion. The judge, Robert Adrian, sentenced the defendant to spend his life behind bars, essentially the state's toughest punishment. And uh, in, the interesting thing is, uh, in his appearance on Family Feud, he said something to the effect of killing his wife. Well, your
0: uh. your biggest uh, what was what is your what is your biggest regret? Uh, and his answer was saying "I do." Oh, that was
2: it. Okay, yeah. thank you. Illinois abolished the death penalty. 2011, via legislation, natural life is the equivalent of what other states describe as life without the possibility for parole. Uh, And here's a follow-up story. I love this. Weeks after a police officer took a viral tumble down a children's slide in City Hall Plaza in Boston, the playground portion has been blocked off at night because too many adults are going
0: there to try it themselves. I felt so bad for this cop, but this the footage is just ho- he rockets down this slide yeah. ostensibly meant for children and just <laughs> careens out the end of it. What uh, is
3: it though? Is it like the, the material of his clothes? Like I don't know, he know he but he, out like that? he shot out like I, a bullet. I know, yeah. I saw it.
2: So a local po- who posted about the fences they put up on Tumblr said that they had been yelled at by a cop after trying to take a trip down the steep metal playground equipment at <laughs> night. Others who saw the barricades despaired <laughs> online with one user pointing out, I can't believe cops ruined the cop slide.
3: So you the can't ever, the
2: it's never not funny. It's
3: not even like he comes he rockets yeah. out, but he's turned over. So yeah. he got he's, turned around. Yeah. In he's the face slide. down, Kathy.
4: <laughs> Going backwards. <laughs> he is propelled out of this slide.
0: <laughs> like
2: 25 miles an hour.
0: <laughs> and he's a man. What's a kid
2: supposed to do? I know his equipment is falling over. Yeah. And, and he doesn't
3: really. Thank God he
2: didn't shoot himself. Yeah.
3: He doesn't really laugh when he gets up. He's hurt. He's hurt. Yeah. He
5: hurt.
2: yeah. Uh, the Boston Globe reported that the nightly fences, which appear Thursday, were erected by city officials to prevent large groups of adults from trying to use the slide after the park is closed.
5: Does he find this funny at all? Do you think I don't know. Probably not.
2: Uh, so the spokesperson for the mayor said blocking out the slide was a temporary measure as we were seeing increased activity at night (laughs) by adults. The slide, by the way, was constructed in November 2022 as part of a $70 million renovation of City Hall Plaza. However, the playground has only recently seen a large influx of visitors (laughs) since the video of the Boston police officer... F- flailing out of the tube slides entrance, <laughs> circulated around social media earlier this month. It is classic. And we'll wrap up the bizarre foul right there because we have someone we are going to talk to now. Yes. Boy, it was neck and neck for a while. We didn't know how this was going to play out. We felt pretty confident. Uh, but in the Mullet, uh, the national championship, the Mullet national championship, uh, we had Rory on uh, to promote the fact that uh, the voting was available. And he shot to the top in votes. But then another, a
0: couple other guys started bumping up and down, and they had all kinds of charitable donations that were part of the equation. Which is admirable. But, yeah. you know, fortunately, there are a yeah. couple of different aspects that are involved here. And he hands down had the best mullet. Yeah, yeah. without question. So, ladies and
2: gentlemen, we are going to welcome the champion via Zoom right now. Please give some love to Cheddar Wiz yeah. Roy. And his mom, Aaron. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, congratulations, <laughs> Rory. How do you feel, man?
13: You my
2: heart is beating so fast. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I woke up this morning. I wake up at 3.45 in the morning and I put on the news and on the national news, Rory, this is the entire country, at least the entire country is up at 3.45 in the morning. and yeah, yeah. I'm sure it ran is going to run all day long. There you were being interviewed <laughs> on my television. That is so cool. Have you seen yourself on TV with all this going on?
0: <laughs> oh and I don't
12: think- I don't think
3: he's. I don't think he really understands
0: how cool it is. Well, obviously, I have no doubt. As as a attentive mom, you're re- archiving all of this stuff because there will come a time where I think Rory, even you, will be blown away by how far this is spread across the country. I'll even. Hey, it was even in the uh, the Daily Mail, yeah. which is a international international. Yeah. International. yeah.
2: <laughs> so listen, Rory, coming towards the end, were you keeping an eye on how the competition was going and whether or not you were going to win? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We did-
3: were oops, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. We were really nervous towards the end there.
12: Um yeah. and, and you know, the final three were released. We knew he was in the top three, but we didn't really know the place and I we honestly we didn't really expect to win. So when they said his name it was like our hearts just <laughs>
2: dropped. I, you know what? I, I kind of felt the same way. We saw the other ones going. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, no, then like, that's I'm part like, of life. Like we really pushed it hard, and and you know it, it would have been too bad. But uh, you know, uh, I, I'd kind of almost given up hope too. And
0: when the announcement was made yesterday, we were so excited about it. <laughs> we we were already alpaca shopping ourselves. Yeah. So, yes. um, well, the the breakdown of the information we got here says that ultimately the fan vote portion of the contest, which obviously weighed in the final decision, Rory you cheddar with. Had sixteen thousand seven hundred and twenty-three votes. The next highest was nine thousand oh, wow. one hundred thirty-two votes. Oh, so so that was a sub- substantial gap. And everyone who raised money for the veterans, uh, you know, uh, wounded warriors, and, and and the whole cause, the charity, that's phenomenal. But truth of the matter is, if this is a mullet contest, there's no question you had the best mullet. Yeah. And did you? What did you think
2: of the other the other two that were in the running? What did you think of their hair? Was it, was it pretty good? Did you take a good look at them?
3: other contestants yeah we talked about uh camden's his curly mullet is so cool um and the other contestants his was like all the way down his back i think that's what's so neat about these mullets is like every contestant they they just look different
0: they, yeah. they were certainly what you know you, you have the straight hair it caught a whole bunch of people obviously you had a number of celebrities that were also interested in in, in you uh winning this now the question is and it keeps coming up in all the reports we, we had originally heard llama and now we understand that it's al- actually alpaca uh that that is going to be purchased have you uh, have you uh gone ahead with that Rory are are you looking to do that when when are the plans to acquire this uh alpaca We gonna get an alpaca? Yeah, we're gonna get three alpacas. Three, three alpacas. Okay,
3: so So.
2: you won five thousand dollars. Is that you gonna be able to buy three alpacas with five thousand (laughs) dollars?
3: Oh, Oh, we couldn't hear you. Oh no, No.
2: they froze. Oh no. I wonder. uh, So, can you hear
3: us? Yeah, yeah, we can
2: hear you. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, let's ask that question again. Are you gonna be able to afford three alpacas with five thousand
0: dollars? (laughs)
3: Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Rory's going to treat... Till- uh, we're we're losing be- a little bit of the audio. Yeah. Uh, so, so, as long as... Well, l- l- the big question is, obviously, Rory told us that that was... His, his sister wanted yeah. an alpaca, and that was kind of for her. She's got to be ecstatic. Oh we oh, all yeah. the audio. Oh, oh that sucks. Uh, oh, that sucks. Well, we can see they look great though we and can that. see the, lips <laughs> the mullet looks fantastic.
2: Um well listen, I've heard that there's going to be a party, a celebration. Um Aaron, let's see if uh, try one more time. Is there a party coming up? Okay, no, see, we. Yeah, I'm sorry, we're gonna we're gonna have to wrap it. Ah, oh, that sucks. I but I don't know what's going on. But there's the a audio's ten, gone. A but a we got the video. Yeah. We can see them. But uh, apparently, and I'll get the information from Marissa. But there, there's going to be a party Monday night at a wing place. Yes, because that's the two things
1: Rory <laughs> wanted yeah.
2: was an alpaca and some wings. Olies. tonight, Yeah, and,
1: on, oh, okay.
4: and um, also the uh, the alpacas, apparently they all have to be of the same sex, and so it'll be either three uh, male alpacas or three females, okay. uh, but Rory is in search of names. I recommended Preston and Stephen Casey, but oh, we'll see uh, when, when he, if they end up getting boy ones, uh, but we'll see. So maybe we can uh, chat with them down the line and figure out what
2: they named the alpacas. Christina, Stephanie, and Casey will still
7: work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Casey works. Wow. Uh,
2: well, that's, uh, that's so cool. I'm sorry the audience. Broke up on there, but uh, we're so happy for Rory. I I honestly, Aaron.
0: I sort of consigned myself to the fact that you know that he was just going to be in the top three, and that was. But then came back. I was like, can't believe it. He did it. He did it.
3: I mean, he was the cutest. Uh, of adore. I told you.
0: He's, he had the
2: winning smile. Yeah. And <laughs> the winning smile. All right, listen, we do need to take a break because not only are we going to have uh, Grayson Waller in the studio when we get back, we have brand new Guns N' Roses. Yeah. None of us have heard this yet. Like, this was just sent over yep. to us. So, we'll all experience it together on the other side of this. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us.
8: It's another MMR concert event. Greta Van Fleet, The Starcatcher World Tour, September 19th at Wells Fargo Center. Oh, yeah. Listen all this weekend to hear all the best songs from Greta Van Fleet and plenty of chances to score free tickets. Plus, next week, guess Preston and Steve's Word of the Week correctly, and you'll win a pair of floor tickets, backstage passes, plus a guitar signed by the band. Text GRETA G R E T A to 39333 for a link to all the details. Greta Van Fleet presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
2: We are stoked to have our next guest here in the studio with us this morning. We've uh, talked about this yesterday. Uh, WrestleMania 40 is coming to The Link. Huge. Two nights at The Link. That's how big this is. April 6th and 7th. And tickets are on sale tomorrow at Ticketmaster.com. So they're getting the word out. And we are happy to have with us this morning in our studio Mr. Grayson
14: Waller. I'm I'm a bit stressed right now. How am I supposed to follow a kid with a mullet? That's a big guess that you got on. Like, how am I supposed to follow that now? It's a supreme mullet. That kid was a very nice, he almost an Australian mullet. Like, yeah, that's how uh, good it was. I was, yeah. I was like, I could in Australia, I could see that. We like a good mullet. <laughs> well, Aussie mullets yeah. are, are very uh, competitive. It's part of the culture. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, so yeah, if yeah. he ever was in Australia, he'd fit in quite well. Hey, uh, speaking of the culture,
2: you've been taking in the Philly culture. You've been here for a couple of days now, and I understand you've been making the rounds all over
14: town. I have, I've been before, but the last time I came was in December. Okay, and I will tell you what, it's a bit of a different vibe coming here when I can actually. <laughs> Leave the hotel, yeah. um, but I went for a walk <laughs> around yesterday. You know, when I saw the, you got to do the touristy things. You know see the Rocky statue. I went right. to Reading Terminal, yeah. where all the food was. Yeah. Like, that was that was a good time. So I, I, it's very rare I have positive sa- things to say about the city, but <laughs> here I am. You go by the link.
0: Yeah, you guys go by the link. I haven't
14: gone yet, but I'm going tonight for the game. So I was like, I'm going to save it for for game time tonight.
5: Okay. Oh, yeah. You um you got to hang out at the uh, Eagles training camp yesterday, and I was uh, talking to you uh, in the Acme Lounge earlier. You got to meet fellow Aussie Jordan Mayolata.
14: I did. I was very excited to meet Jordan because uh, we're actually from like <coughs> people want know. Australia Australia's a very big place. Yeah, yeah right. Sure you know, so when people go, oh, yeah. are you from Australia? Oh you know Darren, do you? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know <laughs> the one guy. But uh, me and Jordan are actually we're from about maybe five minutes away. No at the way. same time. So when yeah. I got to meet him, we we talked about some similar kind of areas and things like that. So oh, it was man. cool seeing two guys from a very small area, you know, where do you help from specifically? H town. Okay, it's Bankstown, we, closest to... in Sydney. Uh, there okay. we go. It's now we know. Okay. I know
0: it, it, it is weird when people say like, "Oh, you're from Philadelphia? Do, yeah. do you know Ed?" Because there's obviously a multitude <laughs> of places. But Preston was asking earlier, so you're relatively young in uh, as far as the uh, the wrestling world goes, but you're taking it by storm. And I, I told Preston, I said, "Because we we've gone a couple times. We're not live and breathe and bleed, um, you know, wrestling, but we love it. Having gone to matches oh. and having gone." to it is there's no entertainment like and what you guys do is is an art unto itself but you've cornered something i think that um it was just a perfect spot to fit in well one of your idols is rowdy rowdy piper right that kind of character a bigger than life character uh was was that is that the kind of influence that got you into wrestling was that the first thing that caught your eye and said i want to be doing that
14: Oh uh, what I'm not a huge fan of the word character because if yeah. anyone knows me personally, like this I is know. who I am, yeah, and I think yeah. that's what the the best performers are. Like it's it's just that's who they are, yeah. Um, but definitely people like Roddy and things like that, people who can talk. This is an entertainment business. Obviously, what we do in the ring is unmatched. Like, you go, you have to go live. That's yeah. the thing I always tell people. People might be sketchy, you know, watching it on TV, but if you go live, you know, you, if you go to WrestleMania next year in Lincoln Financial and you see it in front of you, it's a whole different experience. But I'm very big on the entertainment aspect and being able to talk, and I love talking trash, so I know people at Philly love that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. There's nothing I love more than I get to go out, and I get to say really, really mean things to, like, <laughs> legends of, of, of the sport. I get, to, I get to say horrible things to Shawn Michaels. I got to say horrible things to Edge. Like, not many people the say they've done that. The yeah. Rock, I've been saying really horrible things about The Rock, but he only came back at me once. I think he realized that, uh, you know, the trash talk has got a bit better since uh, he was in the business and he's not ready for what I got. But,
0: but, but I, I can vouch because I'm watching a lot of you and, and catching up on your stuff. I mean, this is you. I mean, this is you essentially. And you said something that I thought was pretty cool. You said you're showing them respect by bringing your A game because you know they have the A game as well, correct?
14: Very much so because... You know, you see, and this can be in any sport, Yeah. Um, but you see people coming in and there's a legend of the game and they show them too much respect and then they don't play as well. You know, they they act like a fan. And obviously in the past I was a fan of wrestling. I grew up watching it. But the moment I got in to WWE, I, I gave my fan card in because... I don't want to be just another guy. I want to be one of the best of all time. And I think going in there and saying the things I do and fighting them as hard as I can, that's how I show them the ultimate respect and say, thank you for what you did. Here's a slap in the face. And, dude, you're, you're funny.
0: I mean, you're, you're, your interactions are, I mean, you just naturally, you, you've got that going for you. I have to ask, so there's this young upstart and you have these guys who built their uh, their legends kind of doing similar stuff, do they get it or have you really royally pissed somebody off? <laughs>
14: it, it's funny because uh, I, I had some stuff with Shawn Michaels, whoever I knows. Uh, yeah, in NXT. He's running NXT right now. And uh, he actually said to me once, it, it's funny that... Uh, I kind of feel like I'm dealing with like the young me in a way. <laughs> I was and wondering. he's like, he's, he thinks it's karma for everything he did in the past. Is now yeah. he's got me coming in and now <laughs> I'm making him deal with what well, well, he dealt with. Dealt with um, I love it. But I haven't had anyone like really, really, not to my face at least. I'm because sure behind the scenes, you know, I say certain things and especially online now too, because you see things, I'll tweet ridiculous things, but when you read something rather than hearing it, you don't get the context and all those type of things, you don't get the sarcasm that I'm obviously from Australia, sure. I love my sarcasm, people don't see that so some people do react certain ways, but uh, I'm not too stressed about that.
2: Hey Grayson, so uh, when you were getting started does Sydney have a, um, a a specific local wrestling scene and is that where you began?
14: Yeah, so I started at a place called PWA in Sydney, which is pretty much the biggest uh, in Australia, obviously not the same levels as it is here, but we have huge names who've come from PWA, uh, the I Iconics, who were in the WWE previously, are both uh-huh. PWA talent. Kyle Fletcher, who's doing some big things. Robbie Eagles in New Japan. We have a lot of people who are over here now trying to take over because, unfortunately, in Australia, you, you you can't make a living doing it. There's not enough... Have seen there? Is probably. there?
0: Is there? Because Japan has a pretty robust, um, you know, love of American wrestling as well. Was was that an avenue for you as well?
14: There was actually there was. I was actually supposed to go to Japan originally, um, but I ended up doing some reality TV instead. And you on Survivor it, Australia? Was on Survivor, and it kind of all worked out perfectly. I think because I made those decisions, the right person saw me on the right day for WWE, and now th- this is where I'm thinking I'm supposed to be. You know, WWE is the biggest entertainment brand on the planet, Dude. and I think I'm an entertaining guy. As much as I love getting in and fighting and wrestling and that type of thing. <laughs> I love entertaining the most, so yeah. I think this is where I'm supposed to be. What was
2: that survivor experience like, and was, how did
14: you finish? It was the worst, man. Yeah? It's, it mm-hmm. sucked. Like, I always <laughs> say, like, people think it's like, you know, the cameras turn off and you get food. It's it's terrible. It's cold. They okay. just leave you. Like, 6 p.m., the, the, the sun goes down. They just mm. go, all right, have a good night. Oh, yeah. Food or anything. But very good life experience. I got I got through halfway. I was too athletic. Mm-hmm. Casey, you know, was it?
0: it you, you wanted
14: to... I you want wanted, to do it. You want to do it. I want to it. do I've it, I've heard yeah. everyone... Say what you are saying
0: is that it is absolutely unless you are Jeff Probst, it sucks. <laughs> it does
14: because yes. you just you, you you saw you do these challenges where you haven't eaten at all, you've got cuts everywhere. Um, but uh, I am glad I did the the experience though. You yeah. were too athletic. Yeah, you know the challenges and stuff. They were yeah. too worried about me because I am going to win every challenge, get yeah. the immunities, and the, so they had to get rid of me. They were like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, they were yeah. Too yeah that me. strategy, yeah. yeah. So there is behind okay. the
0: scene a little finagling because they got, they're they're like them. They're you know they're playing to the audience. They got to you know. If,
14: if you watch, too, like, I, I went in being me. So yeah. when we went to the challenges, like, I said some, some <laughs> wild stuff to people on there. I don't think they were ready for what I was bringing. <laughs> <now>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the problem is you're a big guy, too, so you can say it. A lot of people go, oh, I'll just accept that. <laughs> uh, you know, it was wild to hear you're you, um – you – You did a little MM, a little, you've trained MMA, you haven't fought MMA, but you, you are, you're a fan of uh, Conor McGregor and you, uh, you were at the Eddie Alvarez, uh, Conor McGregor fight at Madison Square Garden, correct?
14: No, so, so, uh, being a big McGregor fan, I got to actually perform at Madison Square Garden recently with Edge. uh, And I actually told the story that the night before I watched. The Alvarez McGregor oh, thing. again. Okay, yeah. Like watch that again, just to s- to see, kind of go into that historic venue and just be like, this is my house now. Like that's that's the vibe I like. I know some people don't respond to it. I respond huge to it. That got me really fired up.
2: I got you. So Grayson, I've never uh, when growing up, I've never liked the loud mouth. Okay, uh, to, to oh, so it... you're a dork. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm this, gonna... Is, this is the PTSD. You get bullied in high <laughs> school no, no, or no, something. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we can talk about it. We can <laughs> have a little therapy session, later. Like That's okay. But it was, and we've talked about this many times on yeah. the air. It wasn't until later in life that I realized, and and people who listen to the show, this is like a broken record because every wrestler comes in here, we we mention this story. I years later in life, I realized how much I actually loved Ric Flair. I hated him. <laughs> as a kid. I just thought he was mean and how can this guy be this way? And I f- found a video on YouTube, uh, a, a collage of him just freaking out, you know, yeah. just doing his thing. And I realized how much entertainment that guy yeah. gave me yeah. over the years. He's good at his And job. I loved him. And I even go back like like uh, Muhammad Ali. If I, was, uh, if I was of age when that guy was around doing his thing, I probably would have hated him. But in hindsight, I see what he was doing now. I see exactly what he was doing. And these sports need people like you, like him, like those guys. To make it all to, to
14: yeah. Get it going. It's you. Whenever you watch like a post game interview and the, the the quarterback comes in and goes, oh, you know the the boys went out and we tried really hard today. Oh, you know it didn't didn't come. And it's like it's so boring. You know, it's just like you you have these guys who go out and just say what they really think. Yeah, and you know, be honest. Like they're real people. Where I feel so many times with athletes now, they're they they're too scared to do that because they're oh, worried it, about the backlash. But how it's, dare it's, you? It's boring. Yeah, it's, yeah. and that's why WWE is great because. Yeah. They don't want us to be boring. You do want exactly us to go right. out and say what we think and say what we feel. And that's why people come and watch our show. Like, it's great watching. I'm sure I'm going to enjoy the game tonight with the Eagles, but I know afterwards they're going to give some press conference and I'm going to fall asleep during it. Yeah. You want to apologize for your dork comment No, I'm no, exactly. exactly. Looking at your glasses, like, the word cool wouldn't have been perfect. Like, I walked in, like, I can see why this is a radio show, not yeah. a video podcast. Oh, Jesus. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love it thank you
14: you've talked about
0: there's two parts of the of of wrestling There's obviously the physicality but it's the mic work really it's the, who's good on mic and you've you've talked about john cena and john cena's super solid who, who for your money is the absolute best to ever take the mic in wrestling
14: well i think there's there's different levels to it and with with cena Recently, I actually had the opportunity to, to, to be in there with him yeah. and standing across from him, and, and he he's one of the best just because I think he puts so much effort into what he does. Like, for some people, talking is natural, but when you get in, in certain positions, you... You want to take your time and have something that's that's ready to go, and and Cena's very good at that. I think right now, like the Miz too, I think he's very underrated in the sense that you can put him in any situation and he's going to be entertaining. Any it doesn't matter the interview, wherever he is, doesn't matter if it's the morning, the night, like he's here and he he's selling you what what he's got. So I think he's someone that people need to talk about more too.
0: You've been compared to the, the Miz has well, he came from the real world. Well, that was it not came from, but he had that real world reality show got experience that exposure, yeah. right? And he has his show. You have the Waller uh, effect, the Grayson Waller effect. Um, So... you okay? You can yeah. ask the question. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to take offense I, if you commit no, The Miz no. is
14: he's rich. He's got a hot wife. He may have been at WrestleMania. <laughs> if you compare me to The Miz, I'm yeah. No, I think that's all good. I'm saying, do you
0: think that the reality, as you said, mm. do you get a good training in reality television for this? Or do you think that people who are drawn to it are just naturally inclined to be good on mic and be good improvisationally?
14: I think people who go on reality TV are, are not afraid to make themselves look like an idiot on camera, which is very good for what we do. Right. But yeah. also... Being on, like, Survive, for example, I had experience in front of the cameras, you know, not just when you're doing challenge or things like that, when they take you away for those one-on-one interviews, those are wrestling promos, realistically, and some people take advantage, and you'll notice if you ever watch reality TV now, if someone's getting a lot of those talking heads, that means they're the most entertaining person. True. Because they're sitting you there for two hours asking questions, and some people are going to give the boring athlete answers. (laughs) Grayson Waller's going to go out, and I'm going to say whatever I have to say about this person, this person, this person to make sure. So I think reality TV is actually pretty perfect for for what we do in WWE.
2: Um, Steven mentioned, I'm sorry to interrupt, Steve. No, the, by um, way. Um, your, your show, the Grayson Waller Effect. Um, you're going to have uh, Rey Mysterio on? Yes, big um, legend of the game, Rey Mysterio. I had the chance. We went to Monday Night Raw years ago, and <clears throat> I'd never seen that guy live. That was Wow, that blew me away. I mean, he's an acrobat. And he's I been mean, doing, all of you
14: guys are acrobats. He's been doing but. it forty years, fifty years, sixty years. I don't know. He's been around a long time, but like, yeah. he's still at the top of his game. It's crazy, which is crazy thing about. But I don't know if you saw. Like, I've got him on the show this week, and uh, he won the United States Championship last week, which was which was huge for him. But his 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 best friend Santos Escobar was supposed to have the title match, got hurt. And then Ray kind of stole it. So, I don't know. I have some questions about the the (laughs) ethics and the morality of the whole situation. You know, everyone thinks Ray Mysterio is this good guy. I I have my suspicions. So, I'm going to have some questions for him on Friday. Uh, No no
0: doubt. You're not just going to keep it to yourself. You're going to
14: actually... uh... Well, Ray, it's so nice to meet you. Can I get an autograph? No, I'm not like the fans in the locker room. I'm going to go out and I'm going to ask Ray Mysterio the real question. Uh, Hey,
2: can you be friends with people that you have matches with or is that... Out of the question. I
14: think you can. I choose not to because it makes my life much easier when I'm standing across from someone and I don't like them. Uh Um, But with what we do, the travel, you're around each other all the time, you you have to talk at some stage. So you end up becoming... More friendly with some people than others. I'll who are your that. buddies then? Who 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 who's, who do you get? Who gets you? And uh, who you? Well, I'm, I'm pretty new to the SmackDown right. roster. You know, I've only been up here a few, few weeks. Right. Again, in NXT, I had a few close mates kind of thing. Uh, so with SmackDown, I'm still trying to, I'll say, find my place right. up here. You know, at the moment, I'm kind of doing my own thing. And uh, uh, I'm sure at some stage, someone will uh, get used to <laughs> the person that I am and deal with me for a few hours a day.
0: Well, I think, you know, the Rising Tide raises all ships. And your visibility and what you do makes it, good for everyone it, it, it keeps the, keeps the uh, wrestling world on everybody's uh, radar so everyone
14: benefits from somebody who can draw attention to to the sport. Very much and Smackdown that I'm part of right now is on fire It's like, unbelievable. You've got the Bloodline who is like the best wrestling story in years type of thing you got guys like Austin Theory, LA Knight um, Rey Mysterio, Edge all the legends, like Smackdown is on fire so I feel very lucky to be where I am right now because that's, yeah. that's the hottest brand in wrestling right now
2: uh, Grayson, and I did for the first time this summer. I did my first shoey. Never, oh, never
14: this is finally this is the kind of content yeah. I want to talk about.
2: So we had we do this big live broadcast party for the beginning of the summer, and I, I tried to encourage as many people to do it as possible. I'd, I thought it was dolce palooza no, I
7: know. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: and so I, so we did it. A few people did it. I thought everybody would do the shoey. Uh, a decent amount did. Um, but uh, so afterwards, the only downside of it was I had to put my foot back in the shoe. <laughs> yeah. That's Part of it, man. Is that that's, part that's of that's it? Part
14: of the pain. I don't know if you saw. There's a video I put up uh, recently. I actually talked to Jason Kelsey uh, at training camp and asked him if he would do it. He was very open to it. Okay. So I don't know when it's gonna happen. I feel like a post Super Bowl shooey Oh yes. yeah, has to happen. He was very excited. But you, the thing with a shooey is supposed to be a celebration. You know, you're not supposed to just do it all the time. Some people do the shoeys every weekend. You know, mm-hmm. that's like it's a it's a cultural thing for a big celebration. So I think a post Super Bowl shooey yeah. is coming next all year. All right. Do I any of like the
2: that. any of the bars in Australia take advantage of that, or like special shoey cocktails? This
14: is the funny thing. Australian bars are, are pretty strict. Really? Like, I don't think I could get away with doing a shoe in Australia. Like, you might, but like a lot of places you're getting kicked out. In America, they don't care what you do. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, there's been bars, I'll just get the shoe out, do the shoe in the bar, and yeah. security don't even look at you. <laughs> <laughs> are we? Yeah. Do you have a favorite beer? Uh, Fosters, okay. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah,
4: oh, no that no way! Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That was, like, Even if you're we an American, know. And you say Budweiser,
14: you know. <laughs> but like, uh,
4: Philly's a great beer town. Yeah. There are a lot of really cool beers in the city, and uh, so if you want to try a bunch, you can.
14: I'm, I'm I'm probably going to do that tonight. Like not with you. I know you're trying to ask me out, but I'm, yeah. you know I've come to Philly to meet the women of Philly, not not you, Nick. I know, like. Like, Thank uh, you for the invite, though. I know two women. You know two. Yeah. Your yeah. mum and your sister. That's cool. That's, right. that's, that's very exciting for you. Are yeah. you Are you single? By the way, I am single. I'm okay. an Australian in America, like yeah, M- WWE. Are you oh. kidding me? This is the greatest thing ever. You, Listen, had, you had it with accent. just the accent. Yeah. It's, yeah. A on, it's a trick. Yeah. It's a trick. Yeah. It's a
5: handy dropper. Yeah, you could look like me and talk like you, and you would get
14: chicks. Come on, man. We don't go that far. There's, there's, limits to, there's limits to the accent. There's some ugly blokes in Australia who couldn't do anything here. But, like, I'm sure you could get better than what you're doing now. You know, You could get to a four or a five if you had the accent. It could help. It could you help. Get to a four or a five. Yeah. That gives you six more slots. <laughs> you yeah, know, just Casey was telling me before, man, he gets tens. You know, yeah. he gets two threes and, yeah. uh, and a four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sick. Good yeah. for you, man.
3: Uh, yeah. Wait, wasn't there a group of guys years ago yes. going around? With, and was it the They, were, they, 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 they
14: were faking. And Westchester. Westchester. Oh, actually, yeah. Westchester. No, so I have a, a quick story about that. Uh, so I've been to the States a few times before. I was dating this girl who went to ECU. Okay. I went to a frat party. And I went off to play beer pong and have a good time. And she's off talking to some bloke. Yeah. I'm not too stressed. So then I walk over and she goes. Matt, oh, my God, you got to meet this guy. He's from Australia. And I was like, no way, mate. How's it going? And the, the, oh, the look of death no. in this guy's eyes when no. he had to say to me, I'm not actually uh, from Australia. I was, and he ran off. This bloke was putting on an Australian accent yeah. to get with his girl. Oh. And then somehow there's one Australian at this random frat party who's come and called him out, and he had to leave. Grayson, cool. it, actually was, it was in the
0: paper about, and they were doing a survey of women, and they found the Australian accent, mm-hmm. the absolute sexiest, yeah. and so... I'm and, trying to get a yeah. green card, so I'm going to use it <laughs> to my advantage,
14: <identity, laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, And so this, these dudes were going around, and they were pretending that they had the accent, so it, it's pretty They would like, pretty go calm. out on yeah. the
3: weekend, and they would put on the accent at yeah. yeah. the you bars know, or parties.
0: American girls, This very smart, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. oh so with, with, the, uh, with the MMA, and with the... Uh, with How long did you train? Who did you train with? Is, is it something that... You, you, I mean, do you, you follow? Is there any... I mean, you've got the world by the proverbial balls with the, the wrestling right now, but is that That's something that even remotely interests you?
14: Yeah, I did it for about six years. Um, I'm a huge UFC fan. I'm still a big fan. You know, I get to as many of the fights as I can. Um, I trained with uh, Rob Whitaker, who was the previous UFC middleweight champion. Right, so, right. Like, I trained with him when I was like 18, 19, but it was just it just wasn't for me. You know, I, there was something missing and when I started doing the wrestling, I was like, this this is what I want to it do. It's just like a certain certain amount of entertainment value. They're like, oh, it, this was for me. So as much as I like, I still enjoy the training and that type of thing. It's just I'm, I'm doing what I love now and this is, this is the dream.
2: I read that you broke your leg or or this year. I did, Was yeah. that a, a work-related injury? Yeah, or? so okay. I, I
14: did a, a, an elbow drop through the announce table at NXT. It was actually my last NXT match before I got drafted to SmackDown and I mm. snapped oh, my man. fibula mm. in half, which 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 was terrible, but uh, it actually gave me the opportunity to, to do the talk show. Like, not many people know that the first few talk shows I did, I actually had my boot on because my leg was still broken. Wow. Uh, but because I can talk so good and I look so good, <laughs> mm, I think I'm the first wrestler to debut with a broken leg like, yeah, and get TV time with a broken leg.
2: When that happens, when when an injury like that happens, uh, you know, how quickly does this go to, uh uh-oh, you know?
14: So it's you've obviously got the adrenaline stuff. So when I did it, I knew something was kind of wrong, but I Mm -hmm. kept going. Uh, And then I have my my move that I do where I dive into the ring, do a roll into a stunner. And when I dove, like, my leg just wasn't there. It was probably the worst pain I've ever had Uh -uh. in my life. Um, Drag myself backstage, and it's very, like... emotional kind of situation because you can see like we we need to be healthy for what we do so it's like that kind of stress of like can I keep doing what I'm doing you don't know how serious the injury is at the time you know and somehow the doctor said oh it's okay you've just broken your leg which I thought was a really bad thing (laughs) But apparently not. Apparently, breaking your leg is good because that was six six to eight weeks compared to ligaments and things like that, where you're out that eight to ten months.
2: Is there is there a backup plan you have? I mean, because you guys just destroy your bodies. I mean, you're professionals. You know what you're doing. But anything can happen in that ring.
14: Well, I was very smart, like. Uh, I started training a little bit later than everyone else because I went and got a degree. I'm, a, I'm a, you won't believe this, but I'm a former high school teacher. Um, so I always oh, history in English, history in English. So yeah. I wanted to have. Um, so you're the guy that does the research. I do the so research. Guys, <laughs> Steve's the good guy. I, I know about yourself. Um, I'm the dork. <laughs> so, I, so I always wanted to have a backup plan Because as you can say you, you just never know But now that I'm in the wrestling like There's so many opportunities Like if, if, if the wrestling doesn't exist I'd be a great commentator I'd be a great interviewer I love coaching being a teacher So mm. I'd love to go down to NXT and, and coach the next generation So I think there's a lot of avenues in wrestling Even if you're not wrestling anymore And that's you see so many legends now Who give back afterwards By doing the coaching Doing the announcing Doing all these cool little things And still being around for the, the next gen
0: Well it's the obvious progression because you talk about the rock cena, these guys who and we've said it, we say it countless times. You guys have a skill set that just makes you totally applicable to movies, to acting. Is that something that you're you're looking at now, or are you saying no? Uh, this is all in on this. We'll keep going, and if that happens down the road, or, or would you court something now if it came your way?
14: Obviously, if there's opportunities, you've, you, you've got to take them. But for right now, my goals are in WWE. Like yeah. I, I haven't achieved anything that I want to achieve yet. Right. Despite being on SmackDown, you know, I want to win championships. I want to headline WrestleMania. I want to do all those <laughs> things. So that's the focus. But um, you know, if Margot Robbie sends me a message like, "Hey, I need someone for the Barbie 2, <laughs> right? right yeah. I'm not turning down Margot Robbie. You know, you got to take your opportunities when right. they come. And she owes you too. She's, a, she's we're both former Australians. Like yeah. we're pretty close. You know. <laughs> um,
2: With WrestleMania, what is going to be your role? Who are you? What, what's going on when that, when that comes to Town to the Link well, or do we know yet
14: no idea yet we still okay. got a long way to go the road to Wrestlemania hasn't even started but that's the exciting thing about what Wrestlemania is tickets go on sale tomorrow Yeah, people are going to buy these tickets they don't even know the card but that's because Wrestlemania always delivers Yeah, yeah every single time and you have so many guys at the top of their game right now you know you've got, got someone like Cody Rhodes who's in Philly right now yeah. doing the best work of his entire career you know, what could he be doing? Roman Reigns, the, the champion for so many, over a thousand days. What's he going to be doing at WrestleMania? There's so many questions that haven't even really started to be answered yet. But I think Grayson Wall is going to be part of that in some way. Uh, it, it appears to be the case, yeah. yeah.
2: The production at these events is just, it's incredible. Does the, uh, do, you, do those uh, pyrotechnics ever catch you off guard? Like you don't know when stuff explodes <laughs> at yeah. these events, yeah. so man.
14: Backstage is like a red light. That will like Start going off to, If you're backstage So you can kind of know Oh uh, pyro About to happen You know No okay. wonder about that But when you're getting Ready for a match You're focused You might be going out In ten minutes And you're just like Shadow boxing Or whatever yeah. else Then all of a sudden You don't notice The red light oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah It's terrifying I'm not <laughs> I mean, That's why I don't have pyro Because I feel like I might react Being out there I don't know how they do it No <laughs> yeah.
0: it is distracting But it's got to be so cool I mean you're there And you, you know mm. That many thousands Of people are hanging yeah. On what you're doing Hold it you know, <laughs> And you talk about The mic aspect of it. Do you ever get? Is it hard to not get lost in the moment and go, Mother of
14: God, I can't believe I'm here? Uh (laughs) I. For me, no, yeah, because this is this is what I'm supposed to do. I, right. I, I look at it as work now when yeah. I go out there. And, and when I went out there with John Cena in the O2 Arena in London, that's 20000 sold out, yeah. loud as can be. But I felt like i have been there before because I, I, I work hard for this. You know, I've been there in my brain before. So I'm not going to be the person who goes out there and gets caught up looking around like, oh, wow, this is too big for me. Yeah, This is as big as it should be for me. I should be in these positions. I should be in front of those crowds. I and, love it, yeah. And that, that's who I am.
2: Uh, speaking of England, you recently... Or at least in June, had uh, visited uh, uh, England and uh, had called it a mediocre version of Australia.
14: (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to expand on that at all? It's true. It is. It's like imagine if like Australia didn't have the really nice beaches. uh, If the the, the, the hot women didn't have access to dental care and if the beers were just a little bit less like that's basically what England is like it was cool to be there but I'm like oh this is this is just like if my my country was terrible <laughs> alright insult our country no. oh, dude you don't want me to start an American man oh, yeah. so I'm, I'm travelling around now so I get to see like I was in Detroit recently like what an absolute hole that place is <laughs> Like people get excited for travel, and I just feel like I'm traveling hole to hole. I'm just like
5: you're like and a proctologist, I like, oh, yeah.
0: God. I yeah. think yeah. you got
14: the video up. I went to New York City, man. Yeah, for such a, a famous place, that place stinks. Yeah, it dying, dying. Dying. literally, it smells literally, smells literally, literally stepping oh. over people on yeah. the ground. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was just like, why would people live? Here? And it's expen- like I have yeah. to pay thousands to live here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't under- I live in Florida. That's a beautiful oh. place. Like oh. the rent's not as bad as New York. Like, why would I spend money to live in New York <laughs> of all places when I could go live in? In, uh, yeah. in Florida, like, where the sun's out, like, I just can't believe the decisions people make in this country. That's it smells true. exactly as it looks. It room. does. And they, I had one of those, like, the hot dogs they have on the side of the road. Oh, God, no. It was, like, $3. I'm like, I overpaid for this thing. Yeah. The guy was, like, rubbing it on his sweaty chest like, to warm it up. Like, I don't know. Like so you, now, now, you, now, you, now you're glad that I said nice things about Philly because it's very, very rare I say nice things. Yes, yes, I had a great time in Philly yesterday. I walked around for about half an hour, um, went around the city. Si- had a great time. Yeah. Excellent. Had a great time. So I, I, only that. positive things. Well, well we, nice made, we made up for December when you had a horrible time. Yeah, yeah that I, was freezing, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this place. but <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, WrestleMania 40 at the link is going <laughs> to be in April, which is beautiful in Philadelphia that time of year. April 6th and 7th, and tickets are on sale tomorrow at Ticketmaster.com. Grayson, we are so glad you came by here today, man. It's great yeah. to meet you.
14: You're welcome. You guys needed the Grayson Waller rub, so I came on here to you know give you guys a bit of clout. But I'm telling you guys, WrestleMania, if you've never seen wrestling live, this is the time want to see it on tv it's, yep. it's great but live especially in lincoln financial field yeah i'm sure we're gonna have jalen hurts there bringing out the lombardi trophy too <laughs> yeah. hopefully he comes out for an entrance with me we'll have jason kelsey doing shoeies it's gonna be a big celebration wrestlemania next year it's awesome. gonna be huge no tickets absolutely. on
2: sale tomorrow at 10 a.m ticketmaster.com let's hear it for grayson yeah! thank you boy
8: thank you sir
2: all right we are gonna take a break we'll come back in just a second stay with us friend
8: you want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes. We snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away.
1: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com.
9: Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme.
2: Window Nation.
9: You feeling the heat? Mm, Are you?
2: High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution? Call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung, sliders. 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to WindowNation.com and tell them we sent you
1: now back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast so the media 12U
2: little league team is making a run at it man it sure is had a tough break last night but uh, they continue on Uh, next game is Saturday and we actually have the coach of the team on the line please welcome Mr. Tom Bradley to our program hey Tom good morning good morning how are you guys we're doing all right man so uh listen real quick um with the with the breakdown of how this tournament is is playing out uh what does a team have to to do uh to get to the final championships uh, uh in in the next few games
13: well, we, we got to clean up some defensive stuff. We, we, we didn't, didn't play well last night defensively. Um, we can hit, usually hit, um, a lot of games we've won. We they get double digit hits every game. And, uh, that's usually our MO is play solid defense and hit the ball a lot. But last night, you know, it, their pitcher credit to him, he, he did a good job and, um, kept our lefties off the, uh, bases and stuff. And, um, we have a couple big left-handed hitters that can really smash the ball. But, um, got to get a better approach, two-strike approach, you know, trying to drive to the gaps rather than trying to hit home runs. Right.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it's pretty wild because, you know, the, the media team is at that whole tournament is the closest thing to having a home field advantage. You, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's just a, a few hour drive and and you could hear that in, in the game last night. There was definitely, um, there was definitely, Delco definitely showed up last night. <laughs>
13: Yeah, yeah, there was a big, good crowd. They said it was estimated at 15,000 people. Ah. Um, largest crowd we've ever played in front of. It, it was great. It was a great atmosphere, great for baseball. Um, it was, you know, a close game. I just think that, uh, you know, it, the kids got a little bit tight, but, you know, some of them settled down. And some of them, like our pitcher, Austin Crowley, was he was, like, he was just grooving and stuff. He was doing really good and... Things that the big, the moment then it wasn't too big for him, and a couple of other kids were a little bit nervous and stuff, and tried to do a little too much, and you know it's, it's it's a tough. It's a tough thing to handle and stuff. Trying to keep them in, in tune and trying to coach the game and you
0: know. yeah, I, I, I mean, Tom's so the the. So this has always been something that's that's been on the radar. It's been covered, but it seems over the past decade uh, that it's just grown exponentially. And you have all these eyes on it. You have these younger players who are not specific. Don't have. You know, the the complete skill set yet to handle that attention. What do you do? What are the things you do to instill in them the confidence and the focus? Because it's a lot to handle.
13: Yeah, we we just try and keep talking them up, talking them up, Tell them to stay in the game, stay in the moment. You know, do your job. Don't don't try and win the thing with one swing and you're down ten runs. Kids try and hit like a, a ten run homer. It's not gonna happen. Have <laughs> <laughs>
2: you have, have like you like tried just... using the Gene Hackman speech from Hoosiers? <laughs> uh, you know, don't let their fancy uniforms.
13: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like you just try and keep them in the moment. Say, so, you know, stay in between the lines. Don't look at the stands. Don't look at anything. I literally told. I said this is a home game at Media Little League, and um, yeah. it was a good. It was a good crowd. If I could have, if they could have calmed down a little bit more, we might have been able to, you know, get another hit or two or one or two less hours. We we had a lot of hours. We had four hours. They only credited us on two hours, but there was them. Def- I expect our fielders to make these plays and stuff, and we definitely. Uh, We missed a good opportunity of winning the game. But um, we'll be back. We'll we'll get back there Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock and get out there and do our best. And, you know, I think you just got to keep moving on. It's a great thing about baseball is there's always another game. Even when this is all over, these kids, a lot of these kids, most of them, are all going to be playing at the next level, um, which is like the big field. They move to the big field, and there'll be games there and stuff. They'll play fall ball, and they just – they don't – You
0: don't want them thinking this is the end of the line. Right. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Tom, I went to college
4: down the road from Williamsport. I went to Bucknell, which is right off of Route 15 as well. And I remember visiting that compound when I was in college. And um, it was cool. It was really neat to see. But what it's become over the last 30 years really is fascinating. It's a gorgeous place. uh, But it's really huge at this point. Like The number of fields that they have, the Major League Baseball is going to be there on Sunday night. The Phillies are going to play the Nats, which is crazy. So is, is that daunting for the kids? Is it uh, cool? Is it a combination of all of it?
13: Well, it's, it's a lot bigger than like our our, in our leg, like little leg, as far as the complex. So you have, really have to travel a lot, and it's all built on a hill. Like, it's not uh, like it's land. I was talking to a uh, Texas coach, and he said, I'm a flatlander. He said, this is crazy walking up and down these hills. But you literally have to go. Know, really far um to go to the batting cages and then you have to go to a warm-up field a practice field and then you have to get back back up into the stadium it was a lot of walking i'm definitely getting my steps in and uh, yeah. <laughs> getting a workout in uh,
5: the, the, the the experience itself is really cool for these kids but also like what do they get outfitted with I, I know that like adidas is a huge sponsor so they're getting a bunch of adidas gear do they get like new bats and helmets and gloves and all that stuff too
13: Yeah, so Adidas, um, outfitted them with bat bags, um, they got elbow pads, they got batting gloves, they got spikes. Nice. All the uniforms. Easton supplied them with brand new bats, like $350 bats, I think they are. They're really nice. I think Rawlings gave them some gloves. Um, you know each got a glove this year wow. they got a lot of stuff they got all new stuff I mean the gloves they can't really use the gloves because they're not broken in but yeah. um, other than that everything else they've been using we, are, we got two new catcher sets the catcher's gear and but it's pretty cool I mean and all the stuff looks good and it's, it was like christmas in august here when the first day we arrived they yeah just went yeah like the that's getting all this stuff
5: so uh, you, you mentioned the bats and i wanted to ask about uh are, are they even going to be able to use those bats next year when they go up the, the next level up
13: no <laughs> the, the next level they have to use new bats and stuff yeah i
5: found all the this stuff guns. out and listen and tom you and i are, you know close in, in age together but like when i played baseball growing up everybody used a had team helmets Team bats, the only thing that was yours that you showed up with was your baseball glove and, and if you had cleats, you know, yeah. you, your cleats. Right. But now, now everybody has their own bat. And I found out the hard way that, uh, you know, you buy your son a bat that's, you know, pretty expensive. And then the very next year, that bat cannot be used in, in, in the league. And you're like, well, why did I just spend all that money on, on that equipment? So it's pretty funny that, um, that they're going to be able to use these bats in this tournament and then that'll be it for them.
13: Yeah, I mean, like some of them have younger siblings who can use them. Yeah. But we broke three bats up here, right, of practice between here and uh, Bristol when we were in Bristol. Literally broke them in half oh just my. by, you know, pounding and pounding and pounding the ball. We do a lot of batting practice, and those bats break. I mean, they're done. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. to get a new one. So Tom, I
0: right,
5: want to ask- I'm not buying them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, know, don't right. do that. Yeah, I want to ask about uh, your experience as a coach. You know, heading into this thing because I know that you you coached my. Um, I'm pretty sure that you were the coach of my nephew's team. Uh, his name is Owen. And uh oh, yes. you guys, you guys came across uh, that juggernaut that was the Taney Dragons. I was at that game that you guys lost, and uh, I know you won't say it, but I will. The umpire ruined that game, uh, and uh, but it was it was still cool to watch. Monet Davis play and uh, but you know and so I thought that team with the with the talent you had on that squad uh, you got a guy that was on that squad that is currently I believe in the Guardians farm system right now uh, your son my nephew Owen uh, another guy named Max that was a that was a team that I thought was primed to make it to Williamsport
13: how does yeah, this... that was a really good it was a really good team. As 10-year-olds, they <clears throat> won district, section, states, and the Mid-Atlantic. They went up to Cranston, Rhode Island, and won that. So as 12-year-olds, they were expected to, to do really well. Um, and, you know, they, the kids found out that, you know, this team we we're playing, this Taney Dragons, nobody really knew about them. And they had a girl pitcher. And they're like, they have a girl pitching? <laughs> I'm like, you better watch out because if they have a girl I'm sure she's good. Yeah. And she came in and she started, you know, dotting the strike zone up and she was doing good, but we ended up getting to her. We we, we had three home runs off of her. Um, and we knocked her out of the game, and we got to their next pitcher and stuff, but we just made too many mistakes. I think. I mean, I don't. I, I don't want to say anything about the umpires because I, I we had like three or four errors, and errors are things that change the game, and yeah. just like the game last night, errors changed that game. Mm. We had they had zero. We had zero earned runs. I mean, they they didn't score any earned runs. If we make those plays, which I expect these kids to make the plays, we're at a level where you know ground ball coming right to you, you should make that play. But yeah, it's going to happen, and, and it's going to happen. It's not like you're going to make those plays every time.
2: Uh, so, Tom, you guys, you had the loss, so you're now in the, uh, you know, one more loss, it's double elimination. You guys are out. How many straight games do you have to win to take the whole thing now?
13: I'm not real. I don't really focus on that. I'm like, I really literally just found out that it was the the time of the game is 2 o'clock. I'm just worrying about the next game. I know if we win that, we'll play Sunday. I'm not really sure where the bracket goes after that. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to stay focused on the the, the job at hand. Yeah, the the old one
2: game at a time. Yeah.
13: Today we got practice and we got batting cages and that's, that's our schedule for today is we got to concentrate on that, put the work in, do what you can to get better today and then tomorrow we'll do the same thing and then. Saturday will be here and it'll be game day. But we, I try not to let them think about the game or who we're playing against, any of that stuff, because we don't know who we're playing against. We play against a loser of a game today. But, you know, just stay in the moment. Stay in do the you, moment, you know, pre-pitch planning. You know, if you're out there on the field, if there's a runner on, know what you got to do if the wall's hit to you and, you know, and keep it simple. And that's the way we've been going all year. and It's been working pretty good.
2: Tom, do you have do you have a full-time job outside of doing this?
13: I do. Um well then, you got to know what your schedule is going to be because you got to take off work. I would imagine. Yeah, we do epoxy flooring, and I run all like the crews and everything, so they're a little bit overwhelmed with without uh, help me there. But um, Tom works with one of my, man,
5: it, Tom
0: works with one okay, of my best friends, company. by the way. So did you say you said epoxy flooring could some of that yep, epoxy end up on bats?
13: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just saying possibly.
4: Hey, but, hey Tom. Well, and,
13: I didn't, I didn't, no no I no, 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 don't, don't worry about, about it. The, at, at
4: this point in the in the, <laughs> the tournament can they rename the losers bracket cuz that's just harsh man. Yeah, the kids it got Yeah and I saw it this morning and it's like the game 3 loser is going to play the game 4 loser and I just I felt bad for these kids at <laughs> this should point. They go with unloved.
13: <laughs> yeah they actually call it the elimination oh Market. okay oh, that's better <laughs> <laughs>
0: not on Don't espn loser, man. espn is using the hardest game, game three loser out. versus
2: game five loser that seems that seems yeah.
0: tragic
6: yeah
2: all right well listen tom we wanted uh it's great talking to you we wish you guys uh the best and and it seems like you've got obviously the right attitude you just play the next game and that's you it. play it you play it as uh as, as focused as you can and uh, hopefully things come out uh in your favor and, and we're pulling for you all right man
13: Thank you, I appreciate
2: that, guys. Absolutely. All right, Tom Bradley, guys, yeah! the uh, team coach, and they're going to play on Saturday, guys. And that is going to be, uh, and like you said, he just found out it's at two o'clock. He's really plugged in to yeah. find out who it is. Yeah,
0: right yeah, I mean, I mean, that's you know, it, it's funny because I mean, all my years of, of little league, um, you know, I, I had a, I had one coach that seemed really uh, like on on Tom's level that that dialed in, but for the most part, it was just you know, it was almost like. Okay, it's a, it's a weekend thing to do, and that was it.
5: Hey, what is what is Monet
2: Davis up to nowadays?
5: Um, you know what? I so she should be a going into her senior year of college. Wow, uh, I, I think I, I feel like she went into basketball. Was uh, she? Made, oh,
0: okay. Um, so a little
5: checkup on that. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm curious. Uh, I mean,
2: they were. You know, obviously, she was. Was she on the cover of Sports Illustrated? She was. I she might I have been. Mean, they yeah. really. Uh, I mean, she was something After else. A big but push. I'm curious, and you know. Only the tiniest percentage of of people that uh, that are even flourishing as kids go on to make a career out of it,
0: and and that's we were talking about that thing about you know you somebody thinks they're good at something, and when do you you know when do you support, and when do you say maybe not for you? And in sports, you know you don't know as they're progressing along if they're they're going to hit that point where they really where it really kicks in. We talking about junior high earlier, right? Um, But uh, yeah, it's
4: it's got to be tough. She was doing a little broadcasting for ESPN at the little. World Series, Monet was, and uh, she, I don't think she's doing any this year. But she did some for the DC Grays. Uh, she did some work for Major
0: League Baseball Network, so uh, uh, she continues to be around the sport. What was it? Was it a New York team? I remember there was there was actually like a, it was like a 22 year old guy from Honduras or something who was trying to his passing. Eventually, they discovered yeah. he was like 14. There they, were some international teams, right? Who, like, the, he
4: was married. Yeah, the Puerto Rican kids were, you know. Had been in the Major League Baseball for 14 years. (laughs) Uh, Marissa's got an update on Monet Davis. Yeah,
12: some cool stuff on the internet. I found. So she goes to Hampton University. She transitioned into softball, which I wonder if that was you know forced because she can't play baseball. At the school, but um, she talked about there, and then I actually just saw that she is interning for the Dodgers this past summer. Oh, oh no yeah! Okay. So I mean, she stay. It sounds like as Nick was saying with the broadcasting, she's staying in the industry, okay. which is pretty cool. And cool. a Springside graduate. Springside, my alma mater. your oh, tiny little school. Yeah. Tiny little school.
2: Wow, that's awesome! Nice.
12: Welcome.
2: <laughs> is that what they say when you when you show up at Springside? Welcome. Welcome. <laughs>
0: You're going to have a good time at this school. <laughs> it's the most popular school in the Shire. Oh, no. Now, there's Marissa.
6: Huh?
2: We have, uh, we have a little time to play with here, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, so
0: um, playtime. We didn't talk about what we were going to do, Well, we just didn't anticipate. You at, know, after we spoke to the coach, it's a problem when you're so explosively entertaining that you are not good at time management. It happens.
4: Can I say something that's uh, struck me as really shocking yesterday? Is that uh, um kids that are entering college right now are going to be the class of 2027. <laughs> and I just I can't wrap my mind around the fact that it's 2023 and they will be graduating in 2027. I, I, it, like... I don't know. It's just mind-boggling. That I number, that yes. th- that year yes. is just so far advanced. Sorry, I was ma- supposed to graduate college in 1997, <laughs> and that didn't happen. Uh, it was a few years 15 later. Fifteen years
0: later, <laughs> or three,
2: four, whatever. Um, Think but,
4: about like, when the fact that it's 30 years after that blows my
2: mind. I know. Think about Eight. when you were a kid and you thought about the year 1923. Yes. Uh-huh. And we're at 2023. Oh, I love... You
0: know what I mean? I love science fiction movies where they you know, uh, and they, they, sh- they, they this this fake sci-fi history. And then the, then there was the Fifth World War. It was 1978. Right. Yeah, uh, that thing on,
4: that was uh, going around, and I said it on air last week, if Back to the Future were to come out tomorrow, it would take place in
2: 1993. Right. <laughs> it's, that's it's, that's it's, 30 years ago. Yeah. We still don't have hoverboards. What the hell? Son <laughs> of Well, they called them hoverboards. <laughs> No, oh, yeah, you're right. But they weren't. I was actually riding on mine yesterday. Where Where you? I mean, were you? still, I have. We, we have three of them. We have three glides. Was the the product right, name? Right, right. And we still have them, and they're they're sitting in uh, in our kind of front room. And every now and then, I'll I'll pop on that thing and ride around the house. Yeah. Do you
0: know it's really popular with those things? They, they, they what they'll do is they have. The, uh, yeah, I'm sure you've seen it. it. It's a little rig with a front wheel. And it hooks over the hoverboard, the glide board, yeah, and it becomes like a little yeah, steerable a little car. car, yeah. yeah. Um,
5: I, I, go ahead. But
2: I was going to say the uh, the uni or, or what's it, what's the the single uh, the one wheel, the one wheel, yeah. yeah. Now that
5: what I that's what I'd like to. Get. My neighbor has, God, has one. God, they're expensive
2: though. Jace
3: has one of oh, them. Yeah. They're like
5: they're like twenty five hundred bucks,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. you he, bought
3: one? No, no. Uh, his grandfather bought it for him and all of his cousins, so oh, it's wow. kept at the shore house and they ride it. But um, this year, Jace has like taken to it. He's pretty good on it now. Okay,
5: okay. they look great. Yeah, the um the, so that uh the hoverboard uh there is a guy who is a he, he is a nationally and perhaps internationally competitive worldly uh, known good guy. Worldly known good guy. <laughs> uh, uh, what's that uh uh, cornhole player okay. and he's got uh like he's got like half arms and half legs and that's how he travels he <laughs> travels around on these these those hoverboards are you kidding yeah. half
2: arms and half legs what do you mean? like
3: There's so, no so
5: i don't want to say that he doesn't have any arms or any right. legs but like yeah uh, yeah no no, no he, he was born, born that oh, he was born okay. that way so okay. his, i mean his arms cut off at the elbows okay. his, his legs cut off at the knees well, so not, it's not just like, never developed right he, right, yeah, yeah. right right okay. right but but that's how he travels but he's also like he is a worldly known good guy no but he's like a champion cornhole player
2: so so his way of just getting around in general yeah, is, he is, is case yeah look go ahead Rose his way of getting around in general
0: is on a uh, on one of those hoverboards on a hoverboard
7: thing oh wow, okay. yeah. you know what yeah
0: i don't like this guy and i'll tell you why he makes me feel inferior uh-huh. in he is doing exemplary cornhole playing and you're right case just about the elbows and he's he's down on the floor and he's
5: God bless. I mean, yeah, it's astonishing. And dude, he's like automatic when it comes to cornhole. Like it's it's insane watching this guy play. Uh, I'd seen. I told you
2: guys there was a, the, that weird game I, I told you about called Tech Ball. Wait, wait. That I saw where they. Okay. they it's like a um, uh, table tennis. I didn't tell you guys about that.
5: No table tennis with your feet only. Yeah, with your feet, what? dude. How I did tell you about that?
2: Yeah. right? yeah. I don't know if so, you told but, me about it or if I just saw it. Not only that, I saw uh, <laughs> amputees playing that. Yeah. But they were wearing. They were using prosthetics. Really, ragball. Um, <laughs> ragball. Uh, no, it's called rag. Ragball. Um. Uh, okay, we have the video of this now, and I want you guys to see this game because it was Rochelle and I were at the. We were at a restaurant uh getting a bite to eat, and we were at the eating at the bar, and this whatever the Ocho was on, <laughs> <laughs> and so this thing comes on. And we're like, what the hell is this? So this is foot ping pong. It's kind of like that, and and almost volleyball too. Yeah, and you can use your head, and uh and there are. It's kind of like volleyball in that you can have three you can hit the ball three times on one side, you know what I mean? Like
0: you, you don't need a lot of room for
2: this. Uh you need you need a fair amount of room cuz you you're kicking this ball all over. These the place. guys are doing it in the bathroom. <laughs> they were <laughs> I was watching these guys do this and it's you got to be pretty damn agile. Uh, yeah, this is no no sport for me. I mean, like they were doing like roundhouse kicks, uh slamming them that like, uh, you know. Right person, yeah. uh, two or three of the dudes we were looking at are not in good shape. Um, yeah, but, uh, the ones I was watching were the professional ones oh, okay. and they were, they were going crazy with it. So anyhow.
5: Uh, uh, okay. Um, so maybe the table itself is just called the, t- you know, tech and, and because it looks like you could play rag rack ball if you want. <laughs> no, no. It looks like you could play pickleball on it. You could play dodgeball on it. Rag em. On that table? Yeah, I was just we were watching uh, in the. uh, You could fold clothing on it too. It's like, and that's generally what ends up happening. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, but it's like a curved
2: um, table tennis, uh, yeah, ping pong table. Yeah. Um, But anyhow, I thought I told you guys. You did not. Okay. So Why are you holding out on us? Liar,
1: whore, liar, liar, whore,
7: liar, 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 whore.
2: Happy birthday. Thank you. (laughs) Oh yeah,
1: it's Dinero's birthday. Liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it. (laughs) Drag (laughs) him.
5: Please stop calling me. Rag him. <laughs> I was um, like, <laughs> how does tech ball take off? Like, how does that? And, and like, well, the, the person that invented it, are they like millionaires? Are now? we
0: saying take off? It's be it's it's caught some traction. Yeah, told- this guy is is missing a leg and he's doing this, and,
2: and he's and look, he's using his crutches to get up in the air, his wow. entire body off oh of it. And-
0: there is a guy who is a wow. billiards champion who has no
5: head. <laughs> what? That's it's crazy! crazy. Is amazing. <laughs> I think we have an interview with them.
0: (laughs) Just a little spurting thing at the top, isn't it? Yeah, just a
8: little.
0: Right. Dude, that's gross.
2: (laughs) Anyway, I don't even know how we got here. Hoverboards. Hoverboards. Yeah. Hoverboards. How did we get to hoverboards? Kathy's One Wheel. Uh, college. Back, to the, back to the Future. Yeah. Back to the Future. 2013. Seven, Age difference. We were killing
0: time because we
5: wrapped up with, with Tom too early. We right. couldn't think of anything to talk about, so we talked about Escape that. From and New York. we still
0: have seven or eight minutes to talk about something. <laughs> but we do.
5: By the way, Escape from New York was set in 1997.
2: Oh, my oh. God. Yep. Yeah. And that was after and an essentially an apocalypse,
0: right? So yeah. the and then Manhattan's overrun. You know, look at two thousand one, a space
5: odyssey. Yeah, you know,
0: awesome. a lot of that didn't happen yet. Uh, Somebody was
2: texting in saying the guy was not born that way, Casey.
5: He wasn't. Okay. Okay. Maybe I missed that part of it. Lady Gaga
2: was. Yeah, (laughs) because looking at his uh, uh, the the cornhole player, he he doesn't have appendages. He doesn't or he doesn't have uh, hands and fingers. Right. Um, So
5: I don't know. Maybe he was electrocuted, and
2: you know sometimes that happens. Let's make something up. Let's make (laughs) up information that everyone will not. Something
0: up. up. He was attacked by rabbits. And he's blind. Yeah. What was that? Oh, the mountain climber. And he's blind. and he's, he's gay. gay.
7: <laughs> blind.
0: Blind. I meant blind. Well, was... How possibly would being gay impact your ability to
5: climb a mountain? <laughs> Do you remember when I was trying to talk uh, about a family that I knew that had lice, and I said yeah. I knew a family that had AIDS? <laughs> That's right. and to, how did your brain get there?
0: <laughs> we we all like we're like. In How do you joke from, I like Wow? or something? Or? I know a family that has leprosy. I mean bed bugs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Somebody texted and said I was watching the Ocho and saw uh rock skipping
0: and I thought it oh. was
2: fake. Yeah. Oh, wow. They do competitive rock skipping. I uh, I I guess
5: so.
0: That's we have cool, to yeah. we have to, and you've suggested this over the years. <laughs> Pick out a, a, one of these weird sub-Ocho sports... And or even one that we can start and see and if we get can good at it, get, yeah, Be actually the, excel. Right, but of course, if it's something we design, you know, Glocky was, yeah,
2: that was. Uh, I don't think that existed. Hockey on a glide on a, on a hoverboard. Uh, here's here's information on that guy, uh, Casey Dayton Weber is his name. Okay, he was given a three percent chance to live uh, when he was born, or I'm sorry, he had his limbs amputated as a ten month old. Oh my well, god, so he's an amputee. Okay, All right. uh, but to save his life, uh, and look at him now. Dude's professional cornhole player. And
0: well, they're you know probably making a great living. It's astonishing, and and, and the, the 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 pluck, the moxie uh, to do that. Yeah. Oh, by
2: the way, the rock uh, river stone skipping champion is Dave Omer, who's from Erie, Pennsylvania.
4: Preston, hey! read why his rocks are special.
2: Uh, okay. Why his rocks are special? They come from Lake Erie. Okay. <laughs> 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 That's what it says. That makes sense. I'm a solid... What's your secret? I'm a solid rock skipper. Me too. Right? How many um, do you got in you? Oh, man. Uh, given the right water conditions and the right stone, you
0: can do like 30 of them. Let me ask you yeah. something. Do you consider... Especially at when it goes... <laughs> i was gonna ask you you can those are hard to count they yeah, are you gotta go
5: in so slow you, you sh- yes yeah
3: right Jay, okay a, a large portion of my vacation to montauk consists of rock skipping ever since i was a kid yeah uh, because the sound most days uh, is pretty calm so it's perfect and for whatever reason the beaches have these flat rocks that that's you can the, i mean that's not sure yeah. that's mm-hmm. what you're what you're doing when you're there so Jace claims to have skipped a rock 12 times. Well, sure.
0: Yeah, really? Absolutely. Did you hear what just said? At the end, you get that.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. I'm not a great rock skipper. I can get like my most is probably like five.
2: All right. By the way, anybody skipping rocks at any point in time, if you're doing it for a little bit, there is no way that you will ever go without uttering the phrase, Ooh, that's a good one. Like
0: a hundred times. Yeah. Find, yeah. Oh, that's oh, a that's good a one. That's a perfect skipping rock. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Yeah. 88 oh, is this? the record? Yeah.
2: Wow. Whoa. Okay. Eric Lindros' yeah. number. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I can't believe he's calling Kurt Mountain Man Steiner yeah. is the guy who did that in I mean, 2013.
0: You have
5: to do that on... I never thought Eric Lindros <laughs> would be calling my phone, man. And no. it was in Pennsylvania. He did it oh. in the
2: Allegheny National wow. Forest. Okay. Mm. This must be a haven for rock skippers.
0: (laughs) You know where you are right now. You're the stream of consciousness. I am the stream of
2: consciousness. We're all the stream of consciousness right now we when we went to uh, sweden and went up to norway we were at a fjord uh, and we walked a fjord and we we went down to the water and kind of had a rock skipping competition and we we judged it on criteria of number of skips but style as well okay and your throwing style i have video of that
0: somewhere so for me the thing to do would be what I always sought to do was to get the largest dif- is distance between skips, like in. in yeah, in, that's in, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. And uh, for a while, as a kid too, I would try to see the largest stone I could actually make yeah, skip, yeah, like yeah. one that took two hands to lift, right? And see like you could a boulder and have it at least jump once. Um, you ever try a discus? No. No. Always wanted to. I, I couldn't to do, it do it now. That. My shoulders, I'd, I'd be afraid that I would
5: hurt myself. I want to <laughs> do that. I want to do a javelin after crushing it with the uh, shot put. Yes. Uh, but no, I would love to try a javelin as well. We could make that happen. Yeah. You could know what? Drive I was, one. I, I, I've been thinking about this. I want to. I want. <laughs> I want right to fly, Javelin. <laughs> I want to fly. I just want to fly. Um, <laughs> no, I, I want to challenge myself to see... Arm uh, wrestling. In, I don't even know, maybe like a month's time or two months' time, how far I can kick a field goal from.
7: <laughs> okay.
4: Oh,
5: man. Yeah. Do you said I could do like 30 yards.
4: I went on the vet, the, the field of the vet, Casey. Uh, the Phillies used to have open houses, and so you could go out, but it was during eagle season, and I went out on the field at the vet, and I kicked a 35-yard yard field wow. goal. Wow. Wait, how and old you, were you? Uh of, i don't know
5: 15 16 like soccer years soccer years okay. yeah
4: and so um i mean it wasn't i wasn't kicking from the 35 yard line which is like a 53 yard field goal right or whatever. I, my the distance was 35 yards but it w- I felt pretty damn proud of that how deep is the end zone is it 15 10, or 10. it's 10 yards Yeah.
2: all right so i did I at the vet during an Eagles game. I, I kicked a field goal. Did you? Did hit you? Go yeah, but it was from the. <clears throat> it had to have been from the ten yard line, so it was okay. a twenty yard total field goal. Was it a radio station thing? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and cousin Ed was the announcer. He announced my name, which is pretty funny. They
5: always did that at halftime. Yeah, uh, they've yeah, not yeah. been doing that lately, have they, Maris? And uh, I, I went out and practiced. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you I, think I, you I could take to... on Gus the,
2: fuel, the uh, field the goal field goal? No, I did not take him on.
0: But I, but I went out and practiced that uh, a little bit
2: just because I, I didn't want to look like a. Total idiot. No, yeah.
0: and it's very cool when you can put it between the. Uh, and the I just I caught it just right,
2: yeah. and that was it. You know.
5: So when you see these guys kicking field goals, and I'm not talking about uh, like 50 yarders, just the 25 yarders, yeah. just see you know, the little chip shots, it doesn't look like they're putting any effort into it whatsoever. It doesn't, but, but me, they are. I have to, you know. And I, how do they muster up that torque? That, Dude, it's you, like it's like
2: watching the professional golfers. Yeah. yeah. Three hundred and fifty yards. Well, that's they're swinging harder, but but I mean, with like a nine iron hitting it one hundred and seventy five yards and going, you look like you're barely swinging the club. Yeah, insane.
0: The the formula is very easy. It's the torque of the dork. Yes, plus the the heat in the meat and the angle of the dangle, and then you'll get yeah, yeah. The dangle is my favorite part. Um, Yeah, we should should we have. Yeah. We should do some of these Press things. Presidency field games. Yeah, field games. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, in school, right? When school wraps up, what do they have? That's usually at the end, field oh, yeah, day. Field yeah, day. so oh, we, yeah. we have our own sorority.
3: We Ooh, can yeah. do whatever we field want. Day. Oh, yeah. Field day. Oh, dude. Did you love field day? Yes, I Every lived, kid loved field day.
5: Lived for the obstacle course. I you loved anything. You were the to, champion, right? I was the champion. I still have the uh, the trophy, and I'll send you. It you lived it during drunk day one year. Remember that? Yeah. But, you know. All it is is you know running through some tires and then you slide through a refrigerator box and uh, whatever. Do you know else. we had we had the uh, the squares the uh, that the NFL uses the uh, the
0: ropes oh, the ladder the, yeah yeah so, so um and that was cool and I I rocked that sucker.
3: Oh, I'm really th- like where can we have this in the hall? What field day? <laughs> yeah, uh,
5: she wants it. We could we could do that. We sometime. could do it in the back parking lot where that guy
0: was. Shot. Oh, see,
3: I was thinking like. <laughs>
0: Where's a good plot? Oh, Casey. What's your favorite place in a parking <laughs> lot where someone was shot? Yeah.
3: Casey.
0: The basketball court. Yeah, that's a good part. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um No, like I was thinking like like a group of people, like like bigger than just us.
0: Okay. You mean make it like a oh, weird world? Yeah,
3: have an event. Like an
0: Olympic type event.
3: You know what they have actually would also be fun is, um, I forget the name of it, but it's a 5K where you go through bounce houses. Uh Uh, I did it one Mm. year in Atlantic City. It was a blast. It was so much fun.
2: The entire 5K?
3: Correct. I mean you run in between the different like things five
0: miles or five
2: kilometers of bounce house.
3: No five K,
0: right? Yeah, but I was
2: saying just in in a bounce house for all five. No 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 (laughs) like like,
3: just like No, it, I mean it is like yeah, that's what you're doing. You're, yeah. you're that's part that's that's it. You're saying <laughs> you
0: you run between the houses. There's a distance between
3: the yeah, houses. Yeah, but they're not just like the the bounce houses where you're jumping. It's like the obstacle course ones. Oh,
2: okay. Oh. Yeah. By the way, bounce houses for adults they're fun for about five minutes. Yeah, and then, it, and then, then you, then you it's get work. tired.
4: Thirty-seven <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah.
3: less than he, he timed five. It. Uh, But I mean, it was a blast, and they had like the photographers there. I mean, some great pictures came out of the event.
0: Oh, and you okay. you did it. You ran it. Yeah, I and did. You it? This was
3: years ago. I did it with uh, a couple of girlfriends. Yeah, it was so much fun. But that would be cool. Yeah, like kind of like a field day type thing. You know, Kathy,
0: have
5: a, the thing that was never delivered on was the massive
3: yeah.
0: s- slip and slide. It yeah.
5: Didn't happen. Did not happen. What do you think? Back when you were a kid, that you could do no problem, that you would actually like uh, have a really really tough problem now. Everything. And I'm, like so, I'm, I'm specifically <laughs> thinking about monkey bars. I used to be able to rock the monkey bars yeah. like nobody's business, <laughs>
2: and now you remember. You would you'd skip a bar, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd do that big monkey? I, so I was. You yeah. could do it now. I
0: just did it recently. Yeah,
2: I couldn't do that. I would destroy my, my shoulder. My <laughs> shoulder
3: would rip in half. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know a what's? Few once...
2: years ago, I could do a bunch of pull-ups, but oh. since injuring my shoulder, there's no way. No, I'd you try didn't to say
0: it. finish it injured because yes, I'd be injured when oh, be injured. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was okay. without injury. Oh, without injury. Need I remind you that I I skipped to an injury? That's right. Yeah, literally skipping down the hole.
3: that's right. You did. Was
0: competitive skipping i had a good time i'm a skipper
3: you know what the one thing this is not uh field day yet, um you know having to do with field day but the one thing that i miss which i really really wish i could do and i know i could do it get up be completely fine if it wasn't for my shoulder but water skiing
2: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, used to, I, I used to do that a lot that and like so i
3: have fun. i have chances to do it but and i, I think about it and i'm like I'm going to, it's going to tear what, my shoulder What's fart. the
0: worst part of, war, uh, now, water skiing's a ton of
2: fun. It is. What's the, what's the, Oh, the enema that you get when you fall in the water Exactly. <laughs> I was yeah. thinking all of it. Um what, Years and years and years ago, when the X Games were in town, <laughs> me and Casey and Steve went down to the Delaware River, uh, and I think Dave Fairman went with us, and we, we had, we, they had me go wakeboard. Wakeboard. you remember that? Yes. Oh, so, I remember. Kathy, I hadn't been uh, water skiing in you know, a decade plus. And so it took me forever. And I eventually got up on, on the wakeboard. And, and once you're up, it's great. Yeah. You know, no problem. Just yeah, yeah, getting out yeah, of yeah. the water. If you hadn't done it in a long time, a hard time. filthy river water. So, so we, we, uh, we wakeboarded for a while. I, we come back. I go to get in my car. Mm-hmm. I could not grip the steering wheel. I couldn't shut the car door. I couldn't I tie my shoes. I had to drive home with my palms open. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my, my, my hands, from because I hadn't yeah. used them for anything like that.
5: Yep, I and, couldn't tie my shoes afterwards. And I had similar uh, sensation after rock climbing for the first time. Oh, my because God. Because you use your, when you're a novice rock climber, you tend to use your hands and forearms more than you should. You, you really should be lifting with your legs. I'll
0: tell you what would, and it crippled me the first time. Time I did it, but I think it would literally be lethal this time. Is when I did the, all those push-ups. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah five hundred of them. Yeah,
2: My, mind you, when when I did this isn't like uh, I, this was like eighteen years ago. I mean, like yeah, I, I was a younger man. Yeah, like, you didn't have any gray hair back then. None. <laughs> I didn't think think I'd grown a beard at that point. You Did not. Wow. By the way, Marissa, thank you, Marissa. I was going to put this in the city beat, but oh. we never got to city beat this week. Um, <laughs> The world's largest bounce house is opening tomorrow... And it's at the Navy Yard.
0: Yes. Yes, This has long been um, rumored, not rumored, but it's been in the works. Uh, It
2: will be here for four weekends starting tomorrow. How large? Uh, It's 32 feet tall at its highest point, covers an area of 16,000 square feet. um, And it is the world's largest bounce house. And I think there's other things that are going on there as well. Uh, But it says inside you'll find giant slides, ball pits, uh, climbing towers, and basketball hoops alongside fun friendly, oversized characters of various colors, shapes, and sizes. It's opening tomorrow? Um, Yep. At the center of this Dreamland is a custom-built stage where the resident DJ um, cranks out some music. And they also have uh, games, competitions. They play music uh, tailored to each group. Everyone's invited to enjoy the experience. uh, And there are sessions organized by age, ranging from tiny tots to adult only sessions as well. That's pretty cool. Can Can we send someone over? It's it opens tomorrow. Hmm, we'll yeah, talk about we,
5: that. Yeah, we should probably do that. It
2: says sports slam also is an addition to the experience. It brings a whole new dimension to an already action packed day out with customized sports arena filled with goals, nets, hoops, and balls of every shape and size that you can imagine. There's also special zones for climbing and a battle zone mm. where you can compete against your family and friends in a competition to see who
0: can stay on the podium the longest. In case you almost had your head ripped off yeah. on that bouncy thing we had at the camp out for hunger. Yeah.
5: I mean, listen, it it, it, it put me out of uh, commission for a while and uh, on the heels of that Steve I was like I can't I can't do stuff like that anymore. Like, I. It, it I, was I your just, realization. It was my realization yeah. that, like, because honestly, like, I had to get, like, x ray guided spinal injections. You know, people don't know <laughs> this, but, like, dude, it effed <laughs> me up. Like, yeah. that happened on a Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday was fine. Wednesday was like, hmm, that's a little weird. And then yeah. Thursday, I was like, F. Argh. My freaking neck. And that was. And then, I, like, right after Christmas, I had to go to the hospital to get x ray guided. That didn't work. I
3: remember. Flash forward to your deathbed. My uh-huh. back still hurt. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, This uh, giant bounce house looks like a lose-your-child nightmare.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's it's huge. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Yeah, and if you've got a little one. But fortunately, they're going to have, like, sessions.
0: Right. So maybe it'll be.
2: And uh, I wonder uh, if
3: uh, it's, like, in kind of cut into sections. or or, It it
5: appears to be. You
0: know what I mean? Like, you do this
3: one, then you move. Dude, you guys, you really,
5: and Kath, I know you go down the shore quite a bit, um, but they have these. Amazing
3: oh, in the wa- in the bounce, house,
5: bounce houses in the water. There's yeah. one in Ocean City, and then there's... An, my kids like the one in Stone Harbor better.
3: There's one in Margate. Oh, there's one in Margate too? Yeah, I believe the one in Margate is the biggest, and then Ocean City, and then the Stone Harbor one is a little bit smaller, so, but still fun.
5: These are floating large
2: yeah. bounce, bounce houses. Yeah, and you can use them as slides and, ah. you know, and, and all kinds of stuff. So the
0: water gets in there and... Do they have that thing where you, you jump on it and launch the other person? No,
2: I
5: want to do that. fun. Yeah. Like a giant bag? Right, yeah.
0: Yeah. I know what you're talking about.
5: Those, I, those are awesome. There's a couple of things I need to do before I retire from all uh, physical activities. That, the bag thing, and then that that giant sl- water slide thing that launches you. Oh,
0: I asked man. my doctor you know. and he told me to retire from all <laughs> physical <activity. laughs>
5: well, well, because
0: Case,
3: I don't know if I could get through that slide. Like, that would be one of the things we were talking about, cliff jumping the other day and how uh, you just go and don't think about it. Like, I think I would get up there and still be thinking I'll about it and it. not be able to go.
0: He'll just push it. I'll just push it. <laughs> I will just push it i do I, I have a feeling I'd be great Cliff diving, but uh, you know, there's really no place to try that around. All right, well, this has been the stream of consciousness. Yes,
2: it was kind of, I didn't even Not realize especially. it because we didn't know anything that
0: we were going to talk about. No, because, uh, we went I'm all sure all it's the hard the as you, Look the listener, us. to discern that. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right,
2: why don't we take a break? We'll come back with a more organized segment. It's called the Bizarre File, so yeah. stay with us. We'll be right back.
8: Barbecue 2023, starring Shine Down, Billy Idol, and maybe... you. That's right. The Preston and Steve side stage is back with Jackie Bam Bam spinning, PNS pals Don McCloskey playing live, and live band karaoke with Sidearm. And if you want to join them on stage, submit a video of your best performance at WMMR.com. We'll post the best ones and let the votes decide. Don't miss the fun in the games and great live bands at MMR's annual music festival. Grab tickets at Ticketmaster starting at 25 bucks and join us September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Text MMRBQ to 39333 for a link to all the details or hit up WMMR.com. MMRBQ 2023 from 93.3 WMMR.
1: Sponsored by Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. Also by Pro Team Collision and Sequoia Outback.
2: We got another shot of the beef. let take it.
3: No, bizarre. <laughs>
7: All
2: right, we're going to dive right into stories, and we'll start with this one. Um, uh, Let's see. The Allegheny Cat is a follow-up story, and I put it in the Bizarre File because it was just a really... Terrible, but strange thing that happened. The Allegheny County Fire Marshal's Office said Monday morning that the home that exploded yes on Saturday in
0: Plum was having hot water tank issues. So, have you guys seen this footage from the? Uh, it's from a, I uh,
3: didn't see. I heard oh, about yeah. it. It, wow. it looks again.
0: It looks like a
2: movie special effect. Yes, oh. it does. The fire marshal has not concluded that this was the cause of the explosion. It was in the basement. Uh, the agency said it would look into the information along with any and all other possibilities during the process that may explode what occurred. The fire marshal retains custody of the properties of the three houses destroyed in the explosion and ensuing fire. Watch it's caffeine. an ongoing investigation. Oh my God! Uh, People's Gas says... <sighs> Replacing a hot water heater doesn't require a permit or the utility company's permission. Uh, the company recommends homeowners hire a qualified professional who can uh, check that all home gas appliances are being installed, maintained, and used properly. Five properly. Five people died uh, in that. By and the way, my
3: dad replaced our hot water heater Oof. growing up in our house. Even even like when you get a, a new stove, like having that attached, I'm like, yeah, no, because like, they ask you, do you want installation or do you yeah. want to do it? No yeah, time.
0: please. I, I don't. I, I don't trust unless it's somebody you can trust. But yeah, you never want anything like that. I mean, it just got decimated. Uh,
2: A large portion of Sayreville, New Jersey was left without power for several hours after a bird dropped a fish on a transformer. <laughs> this has happened before, actually. the tra- transformer? The transformer then exploded, causing the outrage. Uh, the fish has been, by the local police department, has been named Gilligan, <laughs> by the way. And they said Gilligan was a hardworking family man. He was a father of thousands of children. Uh, as for the bird, the department reported that the suspect was last seen flying south. Anyone who saw anything fishy ah. is encouraged to contact
0: Doctor Detective John Silver. Have you ever seen a pelican disgorge um, fish and food from its gullet? Yeah. Disgorge? Yeah, like expel, you know, like... No. They'll they'll fly along and they'll just basically... Scoop vomit. Oh. So they'll go down and scoop up fish. They're the big obviously that pelican sack under their their uh, their beaks there. Yeah. But while they're flying, they will also get rid of Oh, I didn't know. No, yeah. I've oh, never yeah. seen that. That's oh, it's disgusting. wild to see, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh a Queensland, Australia couple have been charged after allegedly engaging in a series of sex acts involving dogs. What?
5: Oh, come
2: on. This, <laughs> this is <laughs> his second story. And this is a couple doing this together. Crystal May
0: Whore... Uh, Uh, You got to be kidding me. H O A R E. Well, that sounds about right. Yeah, Yeah.
2: and uh, J Wade. (laughs) Uh, Venstra are charged with five counts, and police will allege that the incidents, which they also allege involved two dogs, were captured
0: on video. What? And the other thing was captured on video.
2: Well, that was a security video.
0: The guy saw... Oh, they were doing uh, this for their own? They were recording? This, this, this couple was, yeah. Following the arrest, the couple
2: were granted bail. It was an
0: insta-moment.
2: Being held at a watch
0: house facility. As of Monday, they remain in bail. Uh, you know that the thing's the most common in Instagram, you'd have pictures of your food, your feet at the beach, and then and you making love to your pets. Uh, individuals uh,
2: found guilty face potential prison sentence of up to seven years. I'm wow. glad the sentences are stiff for this. Here's the lighter story. A Utah mother had her hands full when she was called for jury duty and couldn't find a babysitter. Tori Scow is a mother of triplets. Oh, man. And caught some of her family's day in court on camera. She took her little kids, uh-huh. her toddlers, to jury duty. because she, she she had no other choice. Right. Uh, she said, I just knew it was going to be a crap show, so that's why I'm like, I'm going to film some of this. At times, her children screamed, drowned out the judge's questions to jurors. She said, I fed them more snacks than they've ever had in their entire life to keep them quiet. I'm uh, sorry, I couldn't hear you over the babies
0: screaming. You were talking about traction
2: Uh <laughs> Video shows her children continued to cry in the courtroom despite the snacks. And uh, tomorrow, Scowl's phrase, the day did in fact become a crap show because she had to perform consecutive diaper changes in the parking lot of the courtroom.
0: They become a lot more, uh, things like this used to be able to get you out of jury duty.
2: After two and a half hours, they were dismissed from jury duty, much to Scowl's delight. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't immediately just send her home hey, when sometimes she showed she, up. Yeah, she's a new mother with triplets. Yeah. A man is suspected of breaking into a church and cooking chicken nuggets that did not belong to him on Saturday. Dear Jesus, make these taste good. Uh, Daniel Jason Coleman was booked into the Utah County Jail for a third-degree felony charge of burglary. A bystander had noticed Coleman entering a meeting house of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Latter-day Nuggets. (laughs) <laughs> the bystander told police that uh, the man was wandering through neighborhoods in the area, looking into cars and backyards. We're going to get some good chicken nuggets around here. Have you tried the church? When uh, Provo police officers arrived at the church, they found Coleman searching through cabinets inside of a kitchen and placing a bag of frozen chicken nuggets back <laughs> inside of the fridge. He and he had removed three to four chicken nuggets from a microwave and was eating them at the time. I'd like some chicken fingers, please. Why are well, you going to want to go to the synagogue after placing Coleman into custody without issue? Uh, he admitted to police he had indeed taken the nuggets from the yes. fridge Uh-oh. and eaten them.
0: Go in peace. And so he
2: was busted for burglary. All right, and then finally we'll end uh, with this story. Uh, let me see what's a good... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Let me go. I was going to end with that story. Now I'm going to end with this story. Mm. Uh, in Portland, Oregon, and I don't have a follow-up as to how this ended, uh, an employee at uh, Seat fl- City Fleet Services Maintenance Shop was impaled in the stomach Friday afternoon by a long wrecking bar Oh my that God. went
0: completely through the body. So a, a wrecking bar, like I don't know what uh, that is. If it's like they'll put it on the front of like a like a, almost like a, a tank-looking thing, and they'll tear it through a
2: wall. Officials say that the employee was rushed to the trauma center across the street. Wrecking and, bar, uh, their wreck bar, wreck, uh, wreck, uh, wreck and bar. And there's the, the status is unknown. Transport of the hospital was done by walking the gurney across the street as the bar was too long to allow the gurney to be placed in the back of the transport. Ambulance, him. Uh, multiple plans were established to cut the length of the pole if directed by the surgical staff, but I didn't get a follow up. I don't. I don't know what ended up happening to this guy. So him. He was he was alive at the time, and all he could say was wreck rag. Rag. <laughs> the entire time. So. If it's what I'm thinking. Kind of looks like a crowbar. Oh, is it was like a, okay, it's okay. a large crowbar, yeah. like a like a three footer or two and a half feet long. Oh this, yeah, correct, like, so. it looks like a crowbar. It's yeah. good for wrecking. Oh, yeah, 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 and Rockball. Hence the name, <laughs> and that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right, we'll take a break. We have prizes to give away when we return in form of the lesson question. We'll see what your knowledge of today's program has been when we get back. Stay with us.
4: Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR? Ask it to
1: open MMR, and it'll begrudgingly comply. Preston and Steve, their name is their address. Uh, on on the web. PrestonandSteve.com
9: Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. free diamonds. Stephen Singer
2: is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earth diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com.
1: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Steve, you wanted to mention
0: uh, the oh, event yes. coming up thank on Monday. Very much. Yes, thank you, Preston. It's the sixth annual dining out for the dogs. It's a Monday. It's at the White Dog locations in Wayne, Haverford, and Glen Mills. It's it's a dining out event. You go have a meal, and the uh, and a percentage of the money raised, in, in some of the cases, a hundred percent, going to benefit Alpha Bravo Canine. It's the only organization that actually trains uh, dogs for uh, veterans who are suffering post-traumatic stress uh, or any other sort of um, lingering brain injuries or or conditions. You know, it can be debilitating. And so uh, Jen Green, who runs the whole organization, acquires the dogs, trains them, and then gives them to the veterans gratis. Takes a lot to get that done. So it's Monday. A number of the Beasley uh, uh, family members, uh, uh, on-air personalities, will be at various locations. I'll be at Glen Mills, and we invite you to come out. There's going to be puppy uh, kissing booths and all sorts of, oh, the big thing obviously, the gourmet flight of hot dogs the Coney Island hot dog, southwestern dog white dog and backyard dog, you guys tried some yesterday, what would you think? Yummy, yummy yeah, it's awesome stuff, so uh, again, all the information is at com, and it is dining out for the dogs it is Monday evening and love to see you out and about. Excellent
2: um, real quick, before we do the thank yous and all that stuff, we received a package and it was sent to the Sharts and Crafts uh, <laughs> department and I of, made uh, you WMMR wait to open it on yeah. air. was like, you want to open this on the air? I'm like, all right, this could be anything. So yeah. let me, let me so dive into this box. It's a decent-sized box. Um, let's see what we get. I don't, I don't want to cut myself and pull a Casey here. No. I came close to it there for a second. All right, let's see. I don't what know who it it's from. It? I don't know
5: what we're getting. This is an unboxing. Yeah, I know. Let's unbox this. I do watch unboxing videos now. Though. Dude, I watched the coolest one yesterday. What was it? Bob Dodge got a sword. <laughs> it came in like an actual like wood box. I was like, that's pretty cool. That yeah. is pretty cool. All
2: yeah. right, so uh, this is a something that's homemade. It looks like, oh, wow. Ooh, this is, is, is pretty neat. Okay, hold on. Let me find out who this All is. Right. Found. Yeah. I'll tell you what it is. Uh, this is from Jessica Will from J.K jckc design president says i know you must uh or you president steve show i know you must hear us all the time but i have to tell you how great you guys are i'm a full-time stay-at-home mom with two wonderfully insane toddlers and i also run my own business so my life is hectic and kind of lonely most of my work is done after bedtime and while i'm alone i never feel alone um, I'm an avid podcaster and always want to text in to respond to the show, but it's 1 am and no one's there. <laughs> I can often be heard laughing to myself. My husband will ask what happened with my co- quote unquote co-workers <laughs> that day, meaning you guys. And I'll crack myself up as I try to tell the story. You guys keep me company. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, seeing through the long nights provided levity in a heavy world, which is appreciated. I wanted to make something for your Shards and Crafts section. And my interchangeable signs seemed appropriate. You can switch out the tiles whenever you want to change it up without taking up a lot of space. The hardest part was only making these ones. I have a huge list on my phone because I kept thinking more precedency catchphrases. And if you ever want more, just let me know. I've got the biggest craft show of the year coming up this weekend in Collingswood, New Jersey. So wish me luck. And then she says, P.S., I know you hate it, but I have a TikTok video of me making this for you if you'd like to watch. I want to see that. Yeah, me too. I don't hate it. No. I'm just not on TikTok. I no, you're more a porn guy. I don't dabble in TikTok. So this yeah. is the sign. Oh.
7: Oh, okay. oh, oh wow. That's, you can actually, so you, it
2: says you the noticer. change these out. You change these little tiles out. So there, there's one that says pre, the, our Preston Steve logo and there's one with the MMR logo and in the middle it says the noticer and it's got a little bowler hat and mustache and it says <laughs> noticing things so you don't have to.
0: You know, you could put that behind you and then swap out the... Uh, Each
2: time I'm a yeah, character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she sent all these other tiles. Ooh, they smell nice. Mm, too. Cocaine. It's wood. No, not like mm. cocaine. Uh so she has uh gadzooks. Yes. Uh have a glappy day, <laughs> Nick. Uh good morning to see you. Yeah. Uh Backer inners. No backer
7: <laughs> inners. <laughs> I didn't know what that was.
2: So that's about parking. Yes. And it's got the little... um, She's good. Prohibition symbol. Uh, We have Good Morning It for the the Good Morning to See You. The connoisseur, because it's Friday and we like to eat... This one says JSI, and it's got a little uh, mortarboard hat. Just got, an institute. Uh, and it says, enjoy the sprawling campus while learning things that aren't really important. And then, no sad bro, it's Friday. That's excellent. Aww. These are phenomenal. That's right. excellent. This may not even go in the uh, shorts and crafts no. section. This may go right here in the studio. Yeah. Wow! Well, thank you so much, uh, Jessica. That's uh, that's wonderful, Jessica Will from JCKC Design Company. Well, I'm glad we opened that on. Yes, this. a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, send your shirts and craft stuffs here at the Press and the Steve Show. We have a little section that we keep them in. Homemade items uh, from you to us. And that's very sweet.
0: And so if nice. any of you make breakfast
2: pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had that in a long time. Eh? <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much to our guests. Uh, Rory Cheddar wins. We're, yeah. done. we're the not going show pressed. yet.
5: Yeah, we still oh have the lesson question. I thought news. we were done. No, no. no we got a whole show. I haven't done
0: music, yeah. question, uh, no. lesson music, music news. news. Lesson question. We have two more interviews <laughs> and we have a contest
3: Oh, my God.
0: You I was wondering why Pierre didn't come walking.
3: And I clapped along with you. I was like, Yes. Thank you. I just thought he was that.
0: randomly thanking Lori. Yeah, I just want <laughs> to thank him. Ah, uh, right. there's... Okay, here we go. Still more shows. Damn. <laughs> All right, we're going to give away... Uh, we'll
3: make it quick. Family? And
0: it's it's <laughs> actually Thursday,
2: though. <laughs> family four-pack of tickets to Elmwood Park Zoo. Uh, and the question we will go with this is... Hang on just a second here. Uh, What is the latest addition to the Just Saying Institute, Uh, since we mentioned that uh, via Jessica's sign here? 215-263-WMMR. What is the latest addition to the Just Saying Institute? I will tell you, it's a school. Yes. That is a new addition to the Just Saying Institute. Whose school is it, and what type of school is it? 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Come on. The
11: trash business is a gold
1: mine.
11: 93.3 WMMR
1: with Preston and Steve's Holly. You would trash.
0: All right, we'll get the stories now. What's going on, Steve? Well, former Aero star Stephen Amell was seen on the sag after picket line just weeks after saying he disagreed with it. Amell clarified his earlier statement, saying, shut up. <laughs> hey! Billy Porter is back to slamming Harry Styles for being the first man featured in a dress on a Vogue cover, saying it was a stunt for Styles. While it is a lifestyle for Porter, Porter believes the magazine can still do right by him and has an extended an olive brand by calling Anna Wintour a bitch. Wow! Oh my god! Just <laughs> true. And finally, Selena Gomez and her friend and kidney donor Francia Raisa have been seen socializing a lot lately, put, put, lately, putting rumors of a feud to rest. Gomez says Raisa is absolutely everything she wants in a second kidney.
7: <laughs> <laughs> that's a All
0: righty, we are going to see if you know
2: what the latest addition to the Just Sayin Institute is, and like I said, it's a school, but we need to know who is whose school is it and what type of school it is 215-263-WNMR and we will go to Bill see if we can get an answer hey Bill good morning hey good morning all right Bill what is the latest addition to the Justine Institute uh, Stallone Institute of Grammar? No. He heard it. He oh. just forgot. I, I, gotta go, yeah. I gotta go with the, yeah. the answer, so incorrect. No. Uh, we will go to Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, buddy. All right, what's the latest addition to the Justine Institute? I thought it was a statue with
1: Dr. Mike and Dr. Moik.
2: No, it's not mm-hmm. Dr. Moik. Um, Although that uh, was... That we, it, but I had said it, it's a school. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. But, so they've listened. They Thank just you, Sean. It. I appreciate you listening, but, but yeah. we're looking for a more specific answers. All right, well, we'll wait for another call uh, to get in. In the meantime, we can do music news.
1: Preston and Steve's Music News on 92.
2: I got a bunch of things in music news. We're going to start with uh, one of the obvious things. Bruce Springsteen called off the two shows that he was supposed to play with the E Street band this weekend at Citizens Bank Park due to illness. Uh, but the shows were postponed, not canceled. That means tickets are going to be held for these performances uh, for future dates. So hang on to your tickets. The tour's September schedule is busy, though. I read an article yeah. that was uh, conjecturing when it might happen. Uh, there are a few days off in between shows. The exception is the gap uh, between Columbus, Ohio, September 21st and Washington, D.C., September 29th. But... The Phils are home, and um, they're playing uh, through that stretch. And then the only, only September twenty fifth is a day off, which in any case wouldn't be enough time to set up and break down the stadium at,
0: as a concert venue. Have we heard what was? It, what is it? Are we assume COVID or what, what? What does he have? Do we know? I oh, don't know.
3: No clue. Well, and the stage was set up. Yes, so like it was a go. very last minute postponement. Um, and- is there? What's his next date? Like from today? On. When did when did he plan it? It would
0: be the next second performance, right?
3: No, but I'm saying, like, I wonder oh. if there's time, if he's like, hey, I feel better tomorrow. Like, I wonder yeah. if there's time to put it in before he moves to different city. I don't know.
2: I don't, I don't know what the next dates are, uh, Kath, but there's just the, that block that was open.
0: Now, October... He can put it in. That Sometimes the difficulty is pulling it back out again, Preston. Uh, October, it, he's got plenty of open dates.
2: Uh, he's off the entire month, but the... And the Phils don't have any scheduled dates either, but um, if the Phils were guaranteed to not play any postseason playoff games, they could make that happen,
0: but could you (laughs) set the precedent? They've got a chance right Uh, now. Of having a regular Phillies game have a halftime show that lasts four (laughs) hours? (laughs) Okay. I'm open. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Is that
4: possible? They won't want to put up a concert stage if the Phillies have any chance of making the playoffs because it just does such damage to the turf anyway. Yep.
2: Um, So after that, it starts getting colder for outdoor shows and that leaves two possibilities. The show could be moved uh, from Citizens Bank Park across the street to uh, Lincoln Financial Field, uh, maybe in that open window in September, but that seems unlikely. The most likely best guess scenario sometime in 2024. May I wow. recommend? That sucks. We're going to have a tent set up for Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah. Bruce? Yeah. We'll make room for you. All right. Uh, let's see if somebody knows the answer to the question. What is the latest addition to the Just Saying Institute? We're going to go to David, see if we can get the answer. David, good morning. Good morning. All right, David, what's the answer, bud?
13: It was uh, the Rocky uh, Rambo School of Journalism.
2: It is. No, actually, no. it's not. Sorry, David. Uh, I mean, you heard it, but yes, I heard it. Uh, I've got to go with the correct answer. And we're going to go next to Rick. Hey, Rick. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Yeah, All right. What is it, Rick?
6: Uh, the Stallone School for Journalism and Communication.
2: Yeah. for yeah, Z- Yes. <laughs> the the Lone School of Journalism is correct. Hey, Hang we on. A video game. Uh, yeah, we're playing Zelda somehow or another. Hey. Um, and we're going to set him up with a four-pack of tickets to Elmwood Park Zoo. Visit Elmwood Park Zoo this week and save up to $6 on weekday admission after 2 p.m. And tickets available at elmwoodparkzoo.org, or you can purchase in person at the gate. Is that the agreeing of time? Uh, no, it sounds like the original Zelda. By the way, I saw a car the other day that had... Um, Uh, License plate that said Hyrule.
0: Ah, I thought that
2: was really cool with the with the Zelda logo on a sticker. As well, I don't know Zelda that much. That was the uh, Hyrule was the kingdom. Yeah, Uh, so cool. All right, case I'm gonna need my
5: music news again. Sounds
2: back again, please. Uh, Coldplay is now at the center of a lawsuit over a contract with the band's former manager Dave Holmes, Uh, according to Variety. Rep for Coldplay confirmed that the band and Holmes split a year ago after working together for over two decades, and there were no Additional details at this time, but sources told Variety that the lawsuit is a contractual dispute. GoPlay continues to be managed by Phil Harvey, Mandy Frost, and Arlene Moon, who all worked with Holmes for years in the past. That's not the guy from MTV, is it? I don't know. You
4: know that guy, Dave Holmes? Like he won the video contest? Yeah, he be became a, a VJ. A VJ?
0: I, I'd be surprised if it was, but that'd be pretty cool. I didn't know that. Wow.
2: Uh, previously lost 1990's OzFest film will get its day at the acclaimed Academy Museum. Uh, the special screening is going to take place this Friday in the David Geffen Theater in Los Angeles. Uh, it's titled We Sold Our Souls for Rock and Roll. The documentary was produced by Sharon Osbourne. And although he did tweet about it, there was no mention of Ozzy uh, attending it. Uh, but director Penelope Spiris, Sirius, yes. Spiris, uh, who also worked on Wayne's World and the decline of Western civilization will take part in the presentation.
0: So he's, uh, footage of him recently, he's getting around, he's using a cane. He has the Parkinson's. Yep. So, but he seems mobile. Good. Mobile-ish. Uh, we talked about this earlier in
2: the Just Sayin Institute, but uh, the wall from Pink Floyd uh, has been a part of a scientific discovery. Researchers created it from reconstituted brainwaves of peaceful people listening to the song. Uh, another break in the wall, part one. This is the first time that researchers have reconstructed a recognizable song solely from brain recordings. They got data directly from people's brains while they were listening to this song. They analyzed that and they essentially decoded it and it came
0: out playing music. It's pretty wild. What you listen to then is what essentially their brain was processing as they were listening to that music. Yeah, Kathy explained it to us earlier, but it's it's weird. I'm wondering how, if, if they can do this,
2: how mind- Reading might eventually be that you could literally read someone's thoughts. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Ultimately, the research team hopes that uh, their findings will lead to more natural speech from brain machine interfaces that aid communication with people who are locked in by paralysis and unable to talk. Uh, So they actually are hoping that at some point people who have maybe ALS or. Uh, who are who have other conditions that don't allow them to speak, but they are aware can actually communicate via just thinking about what they want to say.
0: So, take uh, someone who has wow. a stroke. Yeah. Um, if so, their ability to process language or de- or decipher language in that case that wouldn't work for them because their their brain is maybe so processing in a different way. Correct? Might be. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. <laughs>
2: Um, anyhow, uh, well, we have a little clip of it. This is uh, this is what it uh, sounds like. It's pretty wild. It is.
7: This is the original. Oh. The
2: That's what people heard, and while they were recording their brain, brainwaves, this is what it uh, interpreted Here's it to. This
3: is a recreated version.
2: You can hear the rhythm of it. Yeah! And there it was. Wow. <laughs> Pretty amazing stuff. It is. And then finally, Taylor Swift has grown into one of the biggest superstars on the planet. And a new Arizona State University course is digging in on what psychologists can learn from her career. A course called Psychology of Taylor Swift Advanced mm-hmm. Topics of Social Psychology is being offered this fall and will be taught by PhD student uh, Alexandra Wormley.
0: What parent is going to love to pay for that? She said
2: the course is basically using Taylor Swift as a semester-long example of different phenomena. Gossip, relationships, revenge. Emphasizing, on, emphasizing that the class is not a seminar and how much we like or dislike her. We want to be able to learn about the psychology. Uh, she added that uh, she will be connecting themes from Swift's various albums to psychology, giving 2017's Reputation as an example. She said Taylor's sixth album, Reputation, is her comeback after disappearing from the spotlight due to conflicts with Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. She enacts her revenge on them and the broader media landscape right. by dropping an incredibly successful album along with a stadium tour, she explained. And the students know this, but do they know why we like revenge? What? Do they know how we enact revenge? Social psychology, can tell us that. So they're using Taylor as the example, but they'll dive deeper into psycho- psychology themed. Um, I took a course
0: subject. called the Zeitgeist of Falco. Falco. And uh, it was amazing. I would imagine. There's deeper than people realize. Very much. And that's it.
2: Now we can take a break. Yeah. And when we come back, we'll be able to wrap up the program. So stay with us because we'll get the letter of the day for the word of the week prize when we return. All right?
8: another MMR concert event. Greta Van Fleet, The Starcatcher World Tour, September 19th at Wells Fargo Center. Oh Listen all this weekend to hear all the best songs from Greta Van Fleet and plenty of chances to score free tickets. Plus, next week, guess Preston and Steve's Word of the Week correctly and you'll win a pair of floor tickets, backstage passes, plus a guitar signed by the band. Text GRETA, G-R-E-T-A, to 39333 for a link to all the details. Greta Van Fleet presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It's a Thursday morning
2: on the cusp of a Friday. You know what it Where, is. There'd be no sad bro. It's No, no sad, sad bro, bro right now. Yeah. yeah man. Uh, today has been a fun radio program. We've had a lot of great people on the show. We are going to start with thanking, and I can do this for real now, uh, Rory the Cheddar Rory. Yeah. 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 Rory Ehrlich and his mom... Um, Aaron were on, and we we only got to chat with him for a little bit because it was via Zoom and something messed up with the audio. But it was too bad. But he won uh, the mullet national championship. How cool! He's going to buy three alpacas, yeah, uh, <laughs> for him and his sister, and they're having a party to go get wings on Monday. And where's that going to be, Nick? Holy Tavern. Holy Tavern. Because right. that
3: was the two things he wanted. Yeah. If he won, he yeah. wants to take his family out for wings and buy his sister his sister an alpaca.
11: Yep. Is so, that a, like a camel?
3: Uh, like a a llama. It's like a
11: lot, yeah. yeah. He's gonna really buy one of them. Yeah, they, they, hate they, hate they live on a farm. farm. Oh, I was gonna go where the hell's is <laughs> yeah? Isn't that it? great? All right.
2: Okay. Uh, also, thank you to Grayson Waller. There yeah. Dude, he was funny as hell. And he, was he was great. Th- he yeah. made a
4: video for Rory.
2: Yeah, he did. Uh, and so he's going to be a part of Wrestlemania uh, 40, which is going to be in April. Two nights, by the way, at uh, the Link. And tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. And then finally we had Coach Tom Bradley, yeah. the coach yeah. of the uh, Media Little League team, on their quest to become uh, the World Series champions. And uh, they lost last night. Next game is on Saturday. So they, they can got, do it. they got to win all the next uh, the few game, so um, go get them, boys. It was nice to have him on. How you doing, Pierre? Good. Awesome. Good. awesome. Um,
11: yeah, very good. Uh, crazy days, um, you know, with the Bruce Yeah, with Bruce. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you, Kathy, you were talking about it, but it, that show got um, postponed six hours before it was t- to start. Yeah. So we learned at about one thirty. It was supposed to start at 7.30, uh, 7.45 is when he was taking the stage normally. Uh, so, um, People you
3: know. were there. Like oh, well, they were they were a lot of yeah.
11: people tailgating a lot you know a lot of people in motion going there or just getting ready to go there you know and you think about the logistics of <gasps> you know of a you know of a say a TLA show which is pretty basic and then you go up to a, you know an arena show then you go to a stadium show they have to bring trucks in to start setting those up three to four to five days depending on the elaborate uh, how elaborate the staging is and it's a massive production to build those stages uh, and then the crew and the Parking people and the the vendors. I, I can't imagine the logistics in shutting it down.
3: Well, and Pierre, a few people who were down there in the parking lot waiting to be let in said they heard some sort of sound check. They didn't hear Bruce and they didn't hear his voice, but there was some sort of sound check huh. that was taking place. So that would make you think that they went up to obviously the very last minute and then were like, "We can't do it."
4: I wonder how expensive it is to shut something down like that because it's the the amount of work that you were just talking about. Like the, it's no small thing to ever postpone a show for for anything. Right. Big or small but he must either be really sick or have no voice because you know they they would do anything that they could to get that, that show and tomorrow night show in
11: well he's also a guy that is of that old show business um, yeah. you know school yeah. of thought the show must go on he's not someone like axel rose that would just cancel because he's got a hangover or something um, so he's he's somebody that really is committed to the show and so that to me makes me think it might be COVID. I have that's I have no knowledge that that's accurate, but if it was uh, something like that, which is making a slight resurgence, although not you know dangerous levels, nope. but if it's that, uh, it could be that you know he he's got a. 12 to 13 14 piece band now e street band and all these horns and extra singers and stuff he wouldn't want to possibly infect the band he also goes out into the public and high fives people and shakes hands and does all this running around um sometimes even if you get covid you're not that ill but you don't you still can't go around people for a while i don't know i do not know at all that that's what happened um hopefully it's nothing more serious uh, but who knows yeah, yeah. So, and, uh, um, no word yet on, yeah. on what the story is. But, you know, uh, last night we had a um, uh, kind of a fun uh, going away party. The station through a, a big, the company threw a big going away party for John DeBella down at the Hard Rock. And uh, a lot of us were down there. And I was talking with Kevin Gunn, the Bruce Authority. And he goes, Well, you know, we've got the, the show from, I think it was March 16th, when Bruce did the entire. Um, Arena show, which uh, was two and a half to three hours, I guess. And um, he goes, I think we should run it on Friday. And I go, I think that's a good (laughs) idea. Mm. Because if you think about it, for those who might have wanted to go, like if we started at eight o'clock on a Friday night, it runs till 11 or something, that would be kind of cool. That is Um, cool. So um, does Bill think that's a good idea? Well,
3: uh, we're going to find out. We're going to
11: put it (laughs) out (laughs) there publicly now. Uh, (laughs) um, But Bill, if you're listening, what do you think about this idea? <laughs> uh, we have the entire concert, mm. uh, and it's Pierre in de Bills re- office,
0: Pierre de bills off.
11: <laughs> 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 it's really good quality, and it was you know, and if uh, what was so fun about being at that show, he loves this town, and he's going Philly, and am I in Philadelphia? This is my home away from home. He does all these great Philly references. You cannot mistake his love of the city and the crowd reaction back to him. So. Um, it would just be kind of cool. Um, so maybe, so. maybe, mm, maybe. Um, Tapers alert. Maybe. We're going to we're going to um, send a committee on me down to Bill's office, please, and ask him uh, what he thinks about that. Okay, right. I well, do like that idea. I, it could yeah. be fun. Maybe tomorrow we'll have an update on that. Maybe we will.
2: Um, All right, uh, shall we do the letter?
1: Yes. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now,
2: the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. A as in adult. All right, and we have one more letter to go, and we'll give away a pair of premium tickets for night number one of WWE WrestleMania 40. Saturday, April 6th, Lincoln Financial Field. You can witness your favorite superstars from Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. Undisputed WWE. Universal Champion Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes, Bianca Belair, and World Heavyweight Champion Seth Freaking Rollins and Becky Lynch. Tickets for both nights, April 6th and 7th, go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. Wednesday's pre-sale. Oh, that's already past that. Don't yeah, worry yeah. about it. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's, nice? what's up on your program?
11: That guy's middle name really freaking? That's what it says here. <laughs> it says
2: yeah. Seth Freaking Rollins. It's on his birth
11: certificate. His Must parents be. wanted it that way. On the program, we'll have more Sublime uh, with Rome and Slightly Stupid Tickets, that's coming up Sunday in Camden. Uh, We've got great workforce blocks. It's Queen, it's the Black Keys, and uh, today would have been or would be the last day in history of rock and roll of the Woodstock concert. It was, what's today, the 17th, it was the 15th, 16th, and 17th in 1969 at Max Yazger's farm. So uh, we got a whole bunch of cool Woodstock stuff. Cool. And we will play a nice big block of Woodstock.
2: Excellent. All right, thank you. love. All to all who uh, travel here. Uh, I would like to thank our sponsors, President Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. And tomorrow, being a No Sad Bro Friday, uh, comedian Bo Johnson ah. will be in our studio. And I'm sure we'll find many other things to do with you as we play in the morning once again. That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day. And We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.